Hello once again, everybody, and welcome to Ring Crew Radio. I am the arbiter of all things professional wrestling, PJ Stackpole. I'm here alongside the infamous Nikki K. Fabe. And coming off the top rope, as always, is the high flyer, Frank Cliff. Gentlemen, we are episode 27. We had to correct this. It was getting out of control. We stopped with the seasons. The seasons are passe. No one gives a fuck about seasons. We don't care about seasons. How else are we going to celebrate our centennial? Or our bicentennial one day? Or bisexual if you're Nikki K. Face? <laughs> yeah, we're done with the seasons, folks. We're sorry for bringing you along on this ride with the madness. Season 2, episode 1. Is what are we going to do for the 100th episode? We're going to set you on fire like the Phoenix here. <laughs> but no, we will be correcting our episodes as we go along. So if you go to watch any of the older episodes, you may see the titles changed or the episode numbers changed. Hopefully we try to make it easier for you guys chronologically. We're trying we'll see to see what happens. We're trying to streamline the process here at Rinkle Radio. Well, and you, also, well, I'm noticing, Nikki K-Fabe, will you just hold on one second, please? You just showed up. K-Fabe walks in the door and talks yeah, he's shit. Got a lot, he's got a lot to say. But someone who didn't write the run sheet, didn't read the news. Did you even wash up. your balls today? I was like he's busy. A, like he's a diva. It's episode 27. That means our 30th episode is in three weeks. Unless we pump out some more along the way. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows when it's going to happen? But we're coming along to the 30th. We've got to do something a little special for the 30th episode, I think. We do. And, you know, I don't even want to think about that now. You know what I want to hear about? PJ, you took a walk to Walgreens earlier, and you told me it was a miserable experience. Please enlighten us and the viewers at home. What happened to you today on your walk? Frank, I made a big mistake today. What's that? I left the house. <laughs> what kind of weak shit is that? You going to be one of them? I'm cooped up. I'm, uh, you know, working from home, quarantined, the snow. We got hit by the cyclone bomb, the nor'easter. They come up Glacier. With new, they come up with a new name every week, right, for snow. It all means the same thing. It means you're going to be snowed in. So today I said I have to get out the house. Got to stretch your legs, just have some sun on my head, just something. So I decided I'm going to go to Walgreens or Dwayne Reed, whatever they're calling themselves this week. That's where I'm going. And I'm going to get a couple of toiletries. Just something to do, just to get out the house, support my local businesses. I try to do the right thing. Two steps out the house, I realized I made a mistake. Because the people, my block, because I shovel most of it. It's nice. It's all clear. When you get past my block, the shoveling, it's not so much a shovel job as it is just one path. And it's the exact length of one shovel of the shoveler. Right. They, you can tell he just ran it through. Pushed it right across. He just Fuck pushed it. 100%. Just put, I don't care if you're four feet wide or a child, you will fit on this path. Just one person. Now, normally no problem. But we're in the age of COVID. And people are out today. Frank, people were outside. I was people watching. That's what you do. I put the headphones in, and that, but it's not even on. It's so just there to throw people off. They think I'm not listening. But I put that on. I'm trying to watch people. And as I'm walking up the streets, if someone's coming for you, if someone's coming your way, you're going their way, and you got this limited... It's a game of chicken, and are you going to be the pussy that goes in the snow? Someone's got to move, and we're talking COVID now. So I'll tell it's you life what. or death. Let me tell in you the something. Minds, in the minds of the weak people, now it's a life or death situation. If they rub across you, you know they get crazy now. I don't give a fuck. I ain't moving. I don't give a fuck if you're 90 years old and you got a walker. I ain't Bro, moving. You see, fucking go to the left and you go in the snow. I respect that you're stronger than me because I'm. I'm. It became like the when you're on the highway, you got to merge people in and out. Oh Jesus! I was flagging people through. I'm directing traffic. <laughs> Remember when I did that to you and you got mad? Yeah, we were driving <laughs> and the passenger opened his window 
and waved the guy in front of you. You got some fucking set of balls. I would have kicked you out of the car on the parkway. He did that on a trip to the Staten Island Mall. It was was despicable. (laughs) It was one of the more despicable acts I've ever witnessed. So now, shit. But so my my toes are curled up in my shoes. I'm already an anxious mess. I haven't even got to Walgreens yet. (laughs) Which is two blocks away from your house. It's two blocks away. So I get to Walgreens and I walk in. And I go to the toiletry section. Every single thing there is under lock and key. They got when the, you... Hold on. They got the plexiglass cupboards, right? You can't get into anything. Yeah, they do that now. That's what they do now. Yeah. I don't know if it's the thievery. I don't know. How many they... people are out there still in a fucking... If, if that many people got to stick, steal a stick of fucking deodorant, there wouldn't be that many stinky motherfuckers <laughs> walking through this earth. I don't know. What if the it's, fuck? I don't know if it's the COVID. I don't know uh, if it's the thievery. I don't know that. if it's just the weakness. But they're telling me now... <laughs> Nick, what do you have to do now if I want to get in there? You have to ask him for the key. I left. <laughs> I'm not talking to nobody. I don't. I don't need your help to get a stick of deodorant. Fuck that. I'll order from Amazon. Yeah. I'll order from Amazon. If I'm not going to talk to somebody, it'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. So I left. How many people are stealing fucking deodorant? No, it's been like they always do that. How valuable is fucking a four dollar stick of deodorant? I left. I just walked out. So now I leave. So again, my toes are curled now. I'm just, uh, my toes are curled. I said, why did you leave the house? I could be home watching some 1980s horror movie right now. Why did I leave? So I'm walking and now I see this old guy. And this old guy's trying to get into his car. But there's a giant pile of snow between him and the car. You mean ice at this point? He's trying to navigate the snow. Oh, Jesus. And I'm thinking, if this guy falls, I'm looking straight ahead. I'm not even looking at him. I'm just catching him out of the periphery because I don't even want to be a party to this. And I know if he falls and he's in my line of sight, I'm responsible. I'm responsible. If I look straight ahead and he gets out of my periphery and he falls, it's not my problem. But if he falls and I see him fall, now I'm responsible. And I'm looking at him and I'm watching him go through this. He's climbing over the snow. He's tripping. He almost looks drunk. And I'm just thinking I need to get away from this. And I did. Thank God I got away from it. Then I went to the bank. And I withdrew some money. It was another ordeal. Another woman was in there at the ATM. So I had to wait for her to get out. Can't go in. Oh, wait behind Jesus. her. Because it's a tube now. It's just a disaster. It was. A, I went home. I was out of breath. I was scared. I just took all my shit off. I got in sweatpants. And I said, fuck it. I'm not going back out. Society has now made it. That it's just easier to stay home. It's just easier to stay home. That's what they want. <clears throat> there are people, they think. They're so naive. They really think it's going to end. It's fucking weird. They think one day Corona's going to end and we're going to go back to normal. This is life now. Just embrace it. It's never going away. This, yeah. is, this is how it's going to be. Going out and dealing with people is not easy anymore. Joe Rogan, we're living as a simulation, Joe we're being We're being incentivized to stay away from people. I mean, and t- you know what? Maybe it's for the best, but you left the house today, too. I did. I See, did. again, another mistake. That's I, where you went wrong. The time. minute you put your shoes on, you're making a mistake. Day you off work. I could have stayed home, scratched my balls. What did you do? I decided to be a good human being. I took my niece and nephew to the fucking zoo. That was nice of you. You know, and it's good. It's a fun experience. You know, my nephew was a petrified. He thought the fucking, the gorilla, the gorilla, the little fucking shit monkey was going to knock out the cage and kick his ass. Don't, if you want to take him to the zoo, take him to a bench, sit down on the bench and watch the people. <laughs> That's true. That's we, a better, you'll get a better story. We are the apes. You'll get a better story. You, you look at someone you know their whole life, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, so we went to the zoo, which is a fun enough experience, but, you know, we go out to Staten Island, and my head, because I'm a fat fuck, I like to GPS where I'm going to eat, before I agree to anything. As soon as they said Staten Island Zoo, I said, pimp, 20 minutes, Frank Shake plans Shack. The, Frank Cliff plans the activity 
around the eating destination. You're goddamn right. It's not the other way around. Give a fuck. They went to the zoo because it was close to five. You think I wanted to go watch uh, Goldberg and Raw in Philly? No, I want a fucking cheesesteak. Goldberg just happened to be there. Twice. Twice. Two (laughs) cheesesteaks. Two damn right. And an epic battle with the shits. (laughs) (laughs) No, so, you know, we go to the zoo. Kids have a good time. I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, I ain't getting Chick-fil-A. Fuck that. In the mall, I don't want to go in there. But there's a Shake Shack outside of the mall. And they got their own seating out there. So I go. I look inside and I'm like, maybe there's indoor seating since it's back open again. They just said, fuck you. There's no indoor seating. The tables are still closed, which is outrageous. If indoor seating is open in any capacity, and you as a restaurant will not open one table... So I, a patron who ended up spending almost $90 there to feed two fucking kids, my fat ass self and my fiance, at least give me a fucking table so I don't have to eat in my car like an animal. But no, that was not an option. The table's outside. They didn't even shovel the snow in front of the table's outside. They're like, fuck you. These are here for snow. We don't even want you to sit out here. You know who doesn't shovel the snow? Your fucking neighbors. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to say something. Rick Crew Central. Is a, is a snow trap. I These tried, motherfuckers. I tried to walk home from NXT, from the takeover. Just getting to the car was treacherous. It's ridiculous. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. And, and that's the problem in New York, though. Everyone leases someone else's shit. So it's like almost like a fucking... It's a, it's a, a bet battle. Like, who's going to have who's gonna have to do it first? Me or the landlord? Yeah. You so know, it's that's a game of it chicken. Exactly. Uh, but... Yeah, so after that, there was no fucking tables inside. There's no tables outside to sit at. Sit there, I'm not having fucking two kids eat in car seats in the back seat. With my luck, one of them has a hot dog. It looked like the scene from fucking, uh, oh, shit. What's that movie with the South Park creator? Damn it. Basketball. Yeah. The guy in the yeah. front row just has the hot dog. <laughs> I envision that every time someone choked. That's how people choke on hot dogs, by the way, in case you guys didn't know. Fun fact. Man of Steel, Mike Verna, A.W. Doc. He eats the hot dog from the middle. What? Really? That's preposterous. You tell me why. I, I'm going to... You know why. Deal. You know why. He doesn't eat the hot dog. Oh, because he doesn't want to look like... Uh, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. want to look like he swings from the other side. Of Correct. The Correct. <laughs> Pickles, too. I don't think he, we he eats a pickle like it's corn on the cob. I don't think we can keep that That's up. not a bad idea. He I eats mean, it like it's corn on the cob. There's some people that aren't... I used to like... I got this breadstick at this place I worked <laughs> once. And it, it really looked phallic shaped, and I was concerned about eating it in front of I don't like. I care a, what it looks like. I ate a banana. I don't give a fuck. I ate a hot dog. Look at that. Stop talking about eating. Let's move on to wrestling. Let's move on to what we're supposed to cover here. But first, I'd like to mention if you would like to follow us on social media, it's at Ring Crew Radio on Instagram and Twitter. Nikki K. Fabes is a piece of shit, but he's also <laughs> at Nikki K. Fabe RCR. PJ Stackpole is at PJ Stack RCR, and I, the High Flyer, is at High Flyer RCR. Goddamn, that's hard to do. Now I see why you guys fuck it up every week. It's terrible. It's but terrible. <laughs> but I've been all over the Twitter. I've been, I've been on it. it. I've, I've been, been on it. it. Yeah, I see your effluvia. Spreading your ignorance. Uh, yes, if you guys want a good time, fight with us on Twitter. That's for sure. But we move on to this week. We have a rope break. Start us off, PJ. Rope break, that's a five count. So we're going to start with N, X, Z, Ah, fuck. I just Good. shoot headbutted the mic. Yeah, headbutted the mic. Oh, oh. We're not stopping because he, he can't <laughs> behave himself. He shakes. He moves too much. He moves oh, too much. Oh, fuck. So we watched NXT. We watched the recap. Kayfabe, you watched it. You were texting us. I was here with the with the high flyer. 
Yeah. And you watched it. I did. I watched every second of it. I got to tell you, I liked it a lot. So I I'm gonna run through, I'm going to run through the card quick. You tell me what you think. Dakota Kai. Well, I know you love her. I love Dakota Kai. And it was her and Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon. And they were... What was this match for? The final was in the Dusty Classic for the women's. First ever. So they're number one contenders. Is that what I'm hearing? For the tag, for the Nia and Shayna tag belts. Those tag tag belts are are traded across all brands, technically. Which ones? The women's tag. The women's tag. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Love Dakota Kai. Love Dakota Kai. It's clear to me, though, that they're pushing Raquel Gonzalez. Um, I loved everything about it. I don't know. What do you think, gentlemen? I look at more of the forward booking of this and seeing the match that's going to come from it. You're going to have her, uh, you're going to have these two versus Nia and Shayna. And they don't even necessarily have to win the belts to have a big moment in that match that establishes them as top-level stars when they eventually come up. I, I think Dakota has more of a an upside. An upside to get to the main roster before Raquel does. Well, you know how Vince judges these things. Yeah. You know, it's no joke, it's no laughing matter that Vince wants a certain look. Dakota Kai catches your eye. Raquel Gonzalez is a little bit boring. She's bigger. She's just a taller individual, and if he's going to push one of them, it's going to be Rhea Ripley. He doesn't like to put two of the same on, you know, and there's too many similarities. The one thing I did notice about this match is every one of them stands out differently. Every single one. They all have a unique look exactly, to, exactly to each other in that match that's, specifically. That's a, but that, they have a unique look. Regardless of where you put them. I'll say something controversial. I wish the men's division had the kind of diversity and character development that the women's division had. A woman can walk to the ring in WWE. You know everything about them. You know their whole story. The way they look. The way their entrance is. The way they dress. The men kind of get, to me, more similar. On the, more main, the on the main roster, I think. I think in NXT you can, you can get a better sense than yes. in... On the main roster, and I think well, the main roster you got um, Charlotte, yeah, you got Becky, you got Sasha. Sasha, you got Bailey, for sure. You know, you got some heavy hitters who just won the Rumble, Bianca Belair. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you get a sense. Of, that's what I'm saying. I'm saying they they're different. You could get a sense of who they are, as opposed to the men. When they come out, it's kind of well. There's also another side to this. Uh, men's wrestling has been a dominant sport of men by. What forty years or so? You're finally seeing forty years, 40 so the years. entirety of wrestling. Oh, well, it was Moolah. There was. I'm saying no. It, it, I mean, it's been a male-dominated yeah, sport. It's been a male-dominated sport since its inception a hundred years ago. You yeah. said it before, and I mentioned a bold wrestler. You said I can only remember one: Stone Cold, and maybe fucking uh, what was the other one we mentioned? Hogan, Goldberg. Goldberg. No, we mean bald, bald. But there's there's a thing with getting a certain look the first time that you see it. And what I'm seeing is a lot of superstars with different gimmicks because you've never seen all these different female gimmicks. Right. They've normally all been the same shit. I, the look, same nonsense. I don't want to sound whatever, but they got big women now. Yes. You got big women. You got small women. You got tall women. You got tall and lanky. You got tall and skinny. You got tall and muscular. Different body types. Different, different body athleticism types. athleticism levels. Which we never had before. Yes, we you have variety. We never had that before. You have a variety, which so, is So, yeah, cute. the women's division firing on all cylinders. It was a very good opening match. Big ups on Dakota Kai. Marry me. Um, <laughs> the next, r- The right team went over anyway. So. Definitely. Austin Theory got kidnapped by Dexter Loomis. Frank, I was here with you. I don't remember a lick of this. When did this happen? What happened? As they showed Gargano in the back, and I told you, I said, remember they used to do these uh, this weird sound 
when they would film the guys about to walk out of the curtain. They did it in the Attitude Era, and recently they've been doing it in NXT. Baby Earl. Right, the moment from WrestleMania 14. I love uh-huh. you, Earl, my good luck charm. Right. Yep. They were doing that now, because they've been doing that in NXT, I noticed the last couple events. And as he was walking out, you just saw Loomis come up behind him and give him the, uh, I guess, a gag over the his mouth and take him. Yeah. yeah. His old gimmick that he's like a Dexter character, so it works. I thought it was a cool little spot. It's going to obviously end up being part of the feud with those two, or maybe him and Gargano, who knows. But I was talking to K-Fans. We, we are big fans of Dexter Loomis. He's funny, man. He took over this guy's Instagram account and started posting pictures of himself. It's pretty funny. <laughs> and I have to say, Austin Theory, I was talking to him about this, too, while I have this platform to speak about him. This is a guy. I know he's young. He's like 23. He's fucking a baby in this industry, right? Got fucking socks older than him. I have seen him wrestle in Evolve in front of 30 people. And a lot of people there kind of all gave him the same look. Like, wow, they all kind of like see something in him. And there's just... He's something that's so good, he almost should go straight up. He almost shouldn't waste his time in NXT. And I'm not saying he doesn't need it. Like, his experience is good. But if you get a kid like that young enough up on Raw, it's a comparison to like having Randy Orton the last 19 years. I think sometimes you got to capitalize when you have these guys this young that are that much of a phenom. And Austin Theory, I think, is one of those guys that I don't know if he has the same promo levels as Orton, but if you watch Orton in 2004, they weren't that good anyway. I think there's something there. I think he could go straight up right now and then you have a 20-year star. As opposed to letting them waste away down there. It's a dangerous game hiring a young person because young people make stupid fucking mistakes. Well, I'm talking about Paige. Well, I'm yeah. talking about Brock Lesnar. He when already he, when, wasn't. When Brock no. Lesnar talked through the whole roster and he walked out. He was already involved with, with some. He was involved in the... Oh, the speaking out. They took out, out like stuff. 40 wrestlers. Yeah, he was on the main roster. He was with Rollins. Right. And then they hushed and him And then away. they had to put him back down and they let, let him off TV for a while. That's the only problem with pushing I, the I was telling K-Fabe... Young people do stupid fucking shit. The issue I have with them holding people down there in NXT too long is we're now at the point where you're wasting guys, like, the, the primes of guys' careers in NXT. And then when they go up to the main roster, they're older, they're more injured, they've been through a lot of shit. Why do that when you have guys that are stars? And this is the problem with having it as a third brand, you need stars. But this is a little sidebar in Austin Theory. I think they need to get his ass up to the main roster ASAP. Put him on fucking Raw. Maybe it'll save that shit show. So next up, we had Johnny Gargano, and he defeated Kushida. Now, we liked this match originally, but there was a point in it that we turned to each other and said, okay. Because he came out with clothes on. No, the clothes I explained to you was... Came out, no, he came he out came with out a North jeans. Face. Right. He, came Kushida, out, right? He, he came out with a North Face on. Yeah. But that, come on now, what are we doing? Well, that's... What are we doing? If you had a fight to go to... But, I mean, that looks like a more realistic right. fight. Somebody, somebody calls you. He says, I'm outside. I'm going to whoop your ass. You put on a North Face jacket? If it's in New York, yeah, it's fucking cold. No, you, no, no. Do you put on tights? Yes. Stop it. If you have them, it's what, a fight. No. What are you, fucking Nacho Libre? You're going to go in your closet? You're going to have a fucking singlet waiting? This is a professional sport. He's it going is. out there with the North Face and the Timberlands? No, I, I don't like no. his look either. I but. don't like his look, but that's not him. That's something like, they did to it's him. It's like Baron Corbin wrestling in the white beater oh, and, and the waiter outfit. And Moxley. They all wrestle in clothes now. They think it's becoming a video The yeah. one thing I did say is, how the fuck did they find jeans that won't split from doing that kind of shit? 
My jeans split when I try to pull up my pants and take a shit. <laughs> but anyway, talking about the match itself, the match itself was good. Nice little back and forth cruiserweight esque battle between these two guys. I turned to you at one point and you kind of gave me the same look. What the fuck are they doing? It was towards the end of the match. They had an arm kind of uh, arm lock exchange, and then they jumped over each other, hop skipping about six times. We six said, or seven times. It was just too much. It was just too much. A little bit silly. But overall, a good competitive match. Something yeah. its Monday night predecessor doesn't have any of, and SmackDown could always use more. Yeah. What rung through my head this whole show is how much better it is than the other shows. This is wrestling, and I hate it's to sound like some indie mark in a fucking well, basement. But I love seeing Regal out there. Oh, that's. And by the way, when you do an authority figure, isn't it better now to have a type of authority figure like Regal? He doesn't come out of your show. He's neither he's heel. Perfect. He's neither he's heel nor face. Yeah, he's perfect. He's Jack Tunney. He's Jack Tunney. Jack Tunney showed up once in a blue moon. If something got fucked up, he showed up. Two Earl Hebners, then you know Jack Tunney's going to come south. Well, you know they're in on it, brother. The $100 bills. Oh! No, Regal is perfect. He's perfect. He's perfect for yeah. his role. He's perfect. I think he's got one more run in him as a heel manager when he's done with this. <laughs> and hopefully he can do something. Who is he going to manage? One of those limey Brits? Give him anybody. Do you got to give him a British guy. Pete Dunham. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Put him with Adam Cole. Put him with the top guy. What does it matter? He's William Regal. What does it matter who he's with? If you do the British on British thing, it gives the British guy more. No, no. It's two on the nose. Really? Two on the nose. Put the Brit with the Brit. That doesn't work. It doesn't work. You put the the black guy with the Brit. I had a dream, though, for one more Regal match. You ready for it? Yeah. He's going to go to AEW, and he's going to have a piss in the tea kettle match with Jarrah Clown. Yeah, Jericho will get that done. <laughs> and uh, MSK here defeated uh, the grizzled young veterans in the Dusty I Classic final. I thought it was, hold on, let me just, I thought it was a great match. I think if NXT suffers from one thing, it's the false finish. How many high spots can you do when somebody kicks out of them? I feel yeah. like they just went to the well too much. That being said, this was a really good match. MSK, it was just a MSK. good match and, and proof that tag team wrestling can draw in the modern era. And the fact that mainstream WWE hasn't realized this on Raw or SmackDown, how profitable and entertaining and quality tag team matches are is a disgrace. It's a disgrace they haven't figured this out and utilized it. Well, look how deep that tag team division is. They had a tournament. They had, what, eight teams, ten teams? Some crazy All shit. solid, solid teams. MSK, just they just signed. I love the Grillo Young Veterans. I think they're fantastic. I, I, do love, too. I love that guy Gibson. I love his promos. Soon! Frank, do you remember when they came out, the Grizzled Young Veterans did a promo? What did I say to you? I don't remember exactly. I said they're going to lose. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. You did call that right away. You said, I don't know who these guys are, but they are losing. They're losing. You come out and you cut a promo, you're losing. He cuts a promo every time, though. It's well, so great. Soon. They're, soon, they're, soon, they're, they're giving him the promo to get over the fact Wait that he's going to lose. So you're telling me... The- <laughs> The, the person to put off shit the most is going to be a favorite guy of the guy who goes, soon. That's your life, kayfabes. He's what are so, you going to do? What are you going to start doing something? I might start cutting promos like that. Soon. <laughs> Eventually. He's like a land, you're Amanda Bynes, a procrastinator. That's the word me. I was looking for. Eventually. They have impressed me a lot, those two. And MSK, I mean, hey, they come in and lit a fire into their asses. I love that flip fucking push move they do. Where the guy does the standing, like, backflip, and he pushes him over. 
And both of you look at me like I have ten heads. Well, watch the fucking matches and get no, over my head. No, I know I'm exactly not at what you. you're talking about. But what does MSK stand for? They K-Fave. did not announce that. Yeah, I asked so. Frank. He says it's a mystery. I don't think they said. I haven't looked. I haven't heard anything. It's what not the, in their initials. What well, does CM stand for in CM Punk? Oh, I noticed. Shit. There's like ten different... Isn't rooms. it Chicago Made? There's yeah, Chick so Magnet. Chicago Made one. Chick Magnet, I've heard. I Chicago think Chicago Made, made think, yeah. makes sense to me. Cut muscle. Right. After that, we had Eli Drake, and he debuts as LA Knight. I love Eli Drake. Well, he debuted earlier. He came out earlier. Well, they fucking showed it then. It's oh, in chronological order, K-Fabes. Pick up with well, the Well, he also program. came out earlier, but I love Eli Drake, too. He was a good signing. I don't like the name, but... What are you going to do? They combine two 90 sneakers, and it's L.A. gear and British Knights. I literally think that's what they came up with, but he's a great promo. He'll be a good heel there. Eventually, I can totally see him going up. Again, you need guys like this that can... They're not going to be your top-notch guys, but they're going to sell you mid-range he, stories. He was an Impact Champion. What the fuck does that mean? That he can... That he, he can win in a fight. over. Impact Champion. What the... Th- he you know who else good, was an impact champion? He had a good run. Jarrett Hogan, I think, was too. <laughs> Christian. That just merited enough. Stop Angle it. was too. So you know who else had a debut? Oh, no, hold on. Angle was too. That was a de- oh, me, yeah. me and PJ Continue. talked about Continue. this Continue. earlier. Continue. It was Continue a waste. <laughs> At a later date, we will discuss the musing and meanderings of Kurt Angle. But right now... <laughs> You know who else had a new debut gimmick? I skipped over him in the run sheet, my friends. I'm sorry. Cameron Grimes. Well, you're a terrible manager. Who be- Who is better known as? Trevor Lee. Trevor Lee. Did you, ma- you didn't manage Trevor so here's, Lee. I managed Trevor Lee. I'd like to enlighten How? the fans. Hold on. <laughs> let me enlighten. So we're sitting here watching this, and, and Cameron Grimes does this basically... What you said was a play on Big Money Matt. Big from, Money Matt. He's doing Big Money Matt. Matt. He's yeah. just burning $100 bills. He's bathing in money. It looks hilarious. Yeah. I think it's going to be funny as hell. Yeah. It's a good gimmick. And he's a million dollar man. It's JBL. They've used this gimmick a hundred times. PJ's got his face a little bit befuddled and looks at me <laughs> and goes, know him, but I don't know where from. Who is that? I said, Cameron Grimes. He goes, what else was he? I said, Trevor Lee. He goes, I managed him. <laughs> And he ta- proceeded to tell me about like some Survivor Series ripoff match they did. I managed Trevor Lee in a match in a four-on-four against the Man of Steel. It was Team Burner versus Team Stackpole, and Trevor Lee was one of the guys. And he's a quality dude. Yes. And he I was, was looking at yes, him. He was in that match. I, and I said, I know him. I know him. I know him. But yeah, yeah it, it's the it. big money Matt gimmick. I hope it works for him. I think it will. It's a very funny gimmick. Did they explain how he came into the money? Yeah, he invested in GameStop. That's what it yeah, was? They yeah. That is amazing. And Bitcoin, and Dogecoin, Doge, I think Dogecoin. Excellent. Excellent. Fantastic. Good. Perfect. So, I, I anxiously and sincerely uh, look forward to what they do with Cameron Grimes. And then we had the main event. Finn Balor versus Pete Dunne. And Pete Dunne did everything he could to break fucking... His fingers. You had, <laughs> his fingers. That was like a maniacal British wrestling match. Slow-paced. It, where it needed to be, I should say. Slow-paced. It worked limbs. He fucking... The whole day was torturing the fingers, as you said. And it was just... It, it just shows that Finn Balor could have a fucking great main event match with any style of guy they put out there. It does not matter. Look at the run since he's gone down to NXT. And look at the guys he's worked with. 
Everything he's done has been top notch. And it just continued on with this streak. Pete Gunn with Pete, uh, Pete Gunn. Pete Dunn was a worthy challenger, and it sucks that he couldn't beat him, but I don't mind Balor's champion. I hope he keeps steamrolling everybody. Who knows what's next, though, because... Well, first, before we get to that, Pete Dunn is 27 years old, by the way. He is really good, yeah. And he is really good. He's 27? I was was thinking about it earlier. This is totally off topic. Turning 30. Yeah. Tough, but it's not as tough as turning 26. 26 was a scary year. When you turn 26, 27, 28. Why, well, yeah, health really... insurance runs off your pants. No, you just, <laughs> no, you just, that, yeah. That's a I, big I, one. I, that, well, yeah, but I didn't, that one didn't concern me. But something about that, turning 30, just the feel of it. When you actually turn, like, I'm more comfortable now than I was when I turned 25. Well, if it helps, you look 40. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he's done at 27. I don't know if he has those concerns. He's a baby. He's but a baby. He's done match. more. He's done more. Yeah, he has. Than you. Did I do what? <laughs> and after the match, Finn got attacked by Oni Lorkin and Danny Birch. And Pete Dunn helped. Undisputed Ever made the save. They helped him up. Kyle Riley and him shook hands. You know, they, they put up the UE. And then it happened. He never Adam watched, Cole, he, baby. He never watched the barbershop. <laughs> I know. Adam Cole had a super kick on Finn that was one of the cleanest things I've seen. And it's such Man. a shame because then the next one, which he gave to his buddy O'Reilly, he hit him in the chest. But it was a clean one to the chest. He gives a fuck. Now, look, uh, this has been, it's never really even been teased. And that's why it's so such a shock. The Undisputed Era has apparently, if not broken up, at least gone on a little bit of a hi- hiatus or lost their leader. As Adam Cole walked out on a prone Kyle O'Reilly laying there, and they befuddled, as ask him where he got the word befuddled. He just said, yeah. He's dropped it twice already. I ain't no college degree. <laughs> I, I gotta get shit from other people. Yeah, You're Rod- lucky I know how to spell go fuck yourself. Roddy, Roddy looked a little confused there. <laughs> he didn't know what he wanted to do. I was just as shocked, and I saw it coming. I said it five minutes before they were coming out. I said, but oh, it was oh. good. They teased it. <laughs> They yeah. teased it for a long while. You didn't know it was coming. You thought for sure it was coming. It went on a minute too soon. It was a good jump scare. You wait for a little bit. They've been together for four years, that group. And yeah, like you said, they really haven't but why teased is, anything like so that. So why are they saying that the Undisputed Era is broken up? He kicked the guy who wasn't in the Undisputed no, Era. No, O'Reilly was. O'Reilly is. Yeah, but, it, but that's because they kicked the other guy. Yeah. yeah. It's because they kicked Finn Mal. Yeah. You've got to break it up. I, I don't think they will, but... We'll see. Well, you're going to have the tension swerve. now. It's a double swear. I think Cole's going to come out, make an apology. O'Reilly's going to forgive him. Then he's going to probably beat the shit out of him again. So are they going for O'Reilly versus Cole? Are they going for Cole I would Cole say that is Ballard? the match. O'Reilly versus Cole is the match. Ballard could work with Cross again or something. That's probably what's then why happen. have him kick the champion in the face if you're just going to pivot? I think they'll I get think there. The, they'll get there, they'll but get the there. bigger moment you're supposed to take from that is him hitting O'Reilly afterwards. Can't we have... I hate to say this, I don't give a fuck about Edge, but can we have Edge come back and, and fight uh We've Finn talked Balor? about this, we want it, but you know Let him do the demon. Yeah, I, I know. There's so many other ways they could do it. I, I think NXT's gonna have a big presence at Mania because of it being two nights and I think they're gonna I think the NXT title is gonna be defended. I think the women's title think, needs to be defended. I think Euro Shirai needs to be on I that think damn the card. women's tag title match will be on Mania as well. Right. So I I don't know where we'll get Cole and O'Reilly, but it will happen. Eventually. 
But now we're going to pivot to number two on our rope break. An AEW-WWE crossover is being postulated in the wrestling news media. And the reason for it is this quote by Cody Rhodes. Nikki K. I want you to listen real close. Dynamite two weeks ago had wrestlers from NWA, Impact, and New Japan. Is there an end goal in your guys' minds? And how do you want this idea of talent sharing to affect wrestling? It feels like a throwback to the territory days. Is a question that they gave to Cody Rhodes. I think of All In itself. All In is the show that ROH, that's Ring of Honor, helped us with. And the Young Bucks and myself did all the work outside the initial product element. And the reason it was important was for the three of us, we were able to let all of these old rules go away. It's very dangerous and powerful precedent to set if you literally put the, uh, burn down all the bridges and open all the doors. Again, it's hypothetical, but there's no reason AEW can't work with New Japan. And he goes on to say there's no reason that WWE can't work with AEW and do a crossover. <laughs> Would you like me to go first? I'd love it. The first question I'm going to ask both of you, but answer first, is... <laughs> Does this even benefit the WWE? And fuck no, it doesn't. What the fuck does their 400,000 people that watch it a week, or even if it's 700,000 people, they're all aware of the WWE. The WWE doesn't need any help exposing the product to anybody. They've never worked with anybody. You know how they work with people? They buy them the fuck out. And in about five years, when Tony Khan's son gets his allowance cut, and Jared Clown has stolen all of the money. Why, why, where'd Jared Clown come from? Jared Klein, I've been saying recently, because I just look at him and I laugh. He's when pretty, I think, he is Piccolo. I cannot take him anymore. He is making a fool of himself. When I think of Jericho, I think of like a bank robber with two bags of money and the dollar signs on the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just giggling to himself. But, look, WWE has worked with other companies in the past. They They worked with Smoky Mountain. Yeah. They worked with Memphis. They worked with ECW. They won payroll. But you're right, ECW showed up on their fucking television on Raw. So it's not without precedent. It's not. But it's but, been almost 20-something years since that happened. And we're not he dealing, called I, me and he asked me for the Midnight Express. <laughs> we're, we're talking about a company that's running rival to them yeah, that's on how, Wednesday nights. It's it not does not, to no. answer your question, does DC Comics want to work with dumb fuck comics media? No, they don't want to. They don't want to have... Captain Underpants doing a crossover with Batman. <laughs> they're not going to do it, right? It doesn't benefit them. It right. doesn't benefit them. So WWE has no reason to do it. I would advise them not to do it. But as far as mental masturbation and something to talk about, could be interesting. But who are you going to line up? Let's do just very, very quickly. I We're got, not going to get one. bogged down. Do a couple of crossovers. Moxley Sting. versus Reigns. Yeah, okay. Sting no, versus you really, you really stretch your oh, fucking brain with that right. one. But do you see what Rusev I mean? Rusev versus Cena. Right, you're falling into the trap. Right, it's all been done. Who are you going to have? Bobby no, Allen versus who? The mayor of Knox County? <laughs> you would have to do Omega versus Styles. Can we do Pockets versus fucking Gilbert? That, that would be one. Omega Styles. Um, great. Okay. You got great, a match that should have happened in New Japan. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Maybe Archer... 
And Lesnar could be interesting. Shut the fuck. You're putting Lance Archer on the same level as Brock Lesnar? That's ballsy. No, First well, of all, I said it, it could be interesting. What's going to be interesting about yeah, it? The Jake the Snake promo before, that's about it. Because you know what's going to happen. Brock's going to say, I don't work with independent wrestlers. Cassidy it's versus Hunter. Oh, dear Christ. Cena versus You know, it's Cassidy versus Hunter's interesting booking. It would actually be a fucking hilarious match. And Hunter's going to... Oh, Hunter's going to... Oh, take a verse thing. Oh my God! Stop it! You just you give up the wet dream. It's not happening. I think the Young Bucks versus the New Day with Usos would be really good. That I agree with. The Young Bucks versus the New Day was something, or uh, the Elite rather, was supposed to be those three yeah, versus, versus those the New three. Day. Yeah, and there's really not many crossovers. I mean, there would be a bunch of them. I mean, yeah, you have interesting matches, but nothing like what we'll get to later on in the show, folks. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something. But. Anyway, we will we will get to quite a crossover fandom in a few moments. But as far as the larger question of AEW working with New Japan and working with Impact, I, I don't. I think there's too smart, many. It's a smart move. It's a smart move, but I think they're just getting too many too Chiefs many, and not enough Indians. Yeah, way too many. They they have so much talent. I hate this for New Japan because in a way these guys kind of fucked New Japan when they left. And New Japan's done a lot to make their own product and make a very unique product. And I think if they start crossing over too much with this shit, it's going to... I don't think I'll ever watch a New Japan-based show and be disappointed and say, fuck, it's like AEW. But to have to watch the New Japan guys, who I like watching work a certain style, work this shit... I saw Kenny got hit with a stack of fucking potatoes the other day. Like, I... There's a reason why I like watching those competitors in a no-bullshit setting. Don't give me the bullshit. And that's all it's going to be. It's going to be bullshit. The AEW guys aren't going to want to get pinned by the New Japan yeah. guys. It's going to be drama and politics. And the problem is, there's no Vince McMahon there to say, you're beating him, go fuck yourself. And, you know, there's no one like that there. What, Jericho's going to sit there and say he's going to beat Okada? It's insanity. It's- well, to, to talk about... A little bit off a tangent there, some with Impact and AEW with uh, Sammy Guarva. I don't know if you heard that when he went to TNA and they gave him a storyline. He said, I'm not doing it. And basically, they had to call Jericho and they called Tony Khan and said, you know, your boy's not doing the storyline that we had for him. And they told him to leave. Allegedly, Allegedly, he also showed up later than he was supposed to. Now, allegedly, a lot of what you originally said was retracted, and they said that it wasn't, like, frowned upon. And they're they're sure doing the cleanup. They're doing the cleanup. They yeah. also said that it's the ridiculous. story that he was in made he, some that he should have been against anyway. And then they had some random... I forgot who they have filling it. For. Black Taurus or Black Taurus. Who the fuck is Black Taurus? I don't know. It was a fucking bull with a fucking... How, how do you have Sammy do something and then Black Taurus? It just doesn't make any fucking how sense. How old is Sammy Guevara? He has to be early, mid-twenties. Yeah, he's 26. a young kid. It's another one of those things. You're sending a young guy there to go and fend for himself in this new locker room where all the bookers are going to want to do their own thing. Right. It's a recipe for disaster. But he's someone that actually is booked highly in AEW. But who the fuck is Black Horse? And what are they doing that's, that they couldn't just have this person do? But this is interesting, though, because it kind of shows you an insight to how AEW works in the sense where the wrestlers... Kind of call their own fucking shots, huh? Yeah, that's used a, to be. You're talking to about a 20-something-year-old kid telling an owner of a promotion that I'm not doing your angle fuck off. But he's got all the leverage. 
They I know. The sh- they had the show with national television. Impact leached onto this one, man. Oh, yeah. Impact For one is, match. Yeah. Um, I yeah. still don't get how this benefits Impact. It just benefits AEW because now they can put out the Bullet Club. Oh, I think it benefits Impact more than it benefits AEW. Just it to have some their eyeballs name mentioned. What, what network is Impact on? Good question. I think they're on Twitch. It's on uh, Axios. Where do they get that? Not Axios. Axios. Um, do you Twitch? get that in the Northeast, in Canada? Oh, my God. Could you get that in Florida? No, I get your point with that. Right? Yes, there's definitely what, exposure. What, what television is that? There's exposure. There's definitely Pop, exposure. Pop TV? My thing is, what it's happens... on the Travel Channel? It's on some bullshit? How long does this relationship last? Because the day they stop going to Impact, the ratings drop the next day. It's not a full... It's not... Go buy... Go get a superstar. That's a more fluid plan. Don't I'm, borrow other people's. This isn't the 80s. I'm taking the wait-and-see philosophy here. And I think we need to wait and see. But, I mean, as a general concept, yeah, crossover is good for everybody. It's not good for WWE, but they're the top dog. So it's probably good it's for everybody It's them and everybody else. And again, we encourage you to follow us at Ring Crew Radio on Twitter or Instagram, at Nikki K. Fabe RCR, at PJ Stack RCR, or at High Flyer RCR. Yo, you killed that one. Content. Let's go. And coming for our number three on our five counts on our rope break, SmackDown announces its Elimination Chamber participants, and I'd like Nikki K. Fabe to run us through the participants of the SmackDown Elimination Chamber. We did Raw last week. We didn't do SmackDown and announce it. They announced it now. The Tribal Chief's not in it, but I know he's well, watching closely. number one contender to face him later in the night. You got it. It's Jey Uso, Kevin Owens, Corbin, Zayn, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. What the fuck is Corbin doing in this match? Yeah, he's probably the one I would... Fucking pass him, King! Maybe I'm just an asshole, but if I'm booking a match, and there's someone in that match that you would say he's 100% not winning... You gotta take him out of the match. Take him out of the match. Put somebody else in. Who are you gonna put? Dominic Mysterio? Yes. You know he's not winning. Put him in. Why would you put Dominic Mysterio? He's more likely... Can you imagine Roman Reigns versus Dominic Mysterio? Well, hold on. With Let's Ray just... coaching him on, I'm already sign me up. Stop. I'd it. rather that. Since you want to go into it in that sense, let's look at faces and heels. You have one of the top heels in the company, Jey Uso. You have one of the top faces in the company, Kevin Owens. You have the one of the top heels in the company, Baron. Cor- Baron Corbin gets turned off the TV heat like the Miz. It's insane. People despise him. You need I don't that wanna... in a match. I think Baron Corbin's a better heel, a better heel than the Miz is. I think people want to That's see true. Baron Corbin get beat up. I think people just don't want to see the Miz. Just turn the fucking TV. Turn off. the channel. Sami Zayn's a monster heel, and then you have Cesaro and Bryan, who are now top baby faces. Makes sense from a booking stance. It's your top three essential heels versus top three faces. Kayfabe, is there anyone other than Cesaro and Daniel Bryan that's going to win this match? No. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not, right? I, I if, if Jey Uso wins and then just does the finger pose. No, no, no. How about this? They wouldn't do it. How that. about this? You come late, you eat cake. It's, How about this, Nikki? Nikki, book it. Tell me who's going to Mania. Book me the feud. Mania? It's happening that night. Really? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't know that? The you tribal know, chief does whatever he wants. No, you know, I was, I was reading the card, and it said, yeah, winner fights Roman Reigns. But that night, it's not even for Mania? Yes, which I think that was booked that way for a reason. I think what's going to happen... It's definitely more interesting. It's either going to be Daniel Bryan or Cesaro. I think he's Cesaro, especially after that promo, he delivered on Talking Smack, which I'll get back to in a second. 
I think it's Cesaro, and I think what could happen is Cesaro looks good in the chamber, has a good run, wins, then Rain comes out and beats the shit out of him. Or he gets a little offense in, you know. You, you want to make a star here. That's, again, what you have to do with Roman Reigns every feud, which is why I hated now this Kevin Owens feud. It's now going on three months, and you didn't build another star. You built an already established star. Yeah. You need to put Cesaro on that level. You need to put, maybe not Baron Corbin, but... You need you need new people up there, you know. There's not enough big dogs in in SmackDown, and it's very apparent. I kind I agree. I think. Well, I asked you again, Nikki Kayfabe, book me the match. Who's gonna win this? I think Cesaro wins. I think he has a great showing, and then everyone goes crazy for him, like they usually do. Then he has a great match against Reigns, loses. Then what do you do for Mania? Against with Reigns, he's gonna face Edge. Yeah, yeah, you might be right. So I think think you make a star with Cesaro. I think Seth Rollins fucks Cesaro, and that's a Uranium match. But tell me about Cesaro's promo. I know you saw it. I did. I mean... As a member of the old community, I was all about this. They have to let these guys start doing this on the show instead of these... Isn't it amazing? Yeah. The best best shit is the stuff you find on these little corner TV shows. But hold on a second. If something like that gets 2 million views on YouTube, it's the same thing as it being watched at home. I disagree. I think there's I think there's a viewing audience, and then I think there's a wrestling fandom that follows you. More people are going to check it out on Twitter than are going to tune in to watch it. You have to reward your viewers. If you want something to get over, you put it on your television that people watch. But this is also, I mean, this is this is also what they've been doing on Talking Smack for months now. That Big E promo a couple months ago. Everything's the entertainment. It's all him. Yeah, well, exactly. But you know what? It's good because what they'll do is now next week they're going to mention that promo on the show, and then it'll get that national they'll exposure clip as well. It, but, uh, yeah, I wish they could just show these guys doing this. And you want someone to get three minutes of uninterrupted talking time that's not Drew McIntyre or Roman Reigns in 2021 on the WWE's TV? You've the done Miz lost gets it. it, and it's a fucking crying shame. And speaking of that piece of fucking garbage, the Miz, <laughs> thankfully he's decided to remove himself from the elimination chamber match. And then Kofi Kingston beat up fucking Miz so piece of shit John Morrison couldn't get in the match. And then I saw the weakest thing I could think of all week. So they have a gauntlet match. Kofi Kingston's now in the Elimination Chamber. And he's going to face off against Drew McIntyre, Sheamus, who will win last because he won said gauntlet match. Randy Orton, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy. They had this gauntlet match, right, PJ? Kofi comes out. AJ pins Kofi. You see a problem with this? Do I see a problem with yes. it? Yes. Yes. Do, do you have any issue with that booking? Do I have a problem with the big, the best wrestler in the industry today pinning any fucking body? Correct. No. No and, problem. And kayfabe. What about you? What do you think? I knew what the reaction would be because I knew he wasn't going to have the run that he had last time. But, I mean, no, you can't have an issue with it. These are the I, weakest, I think it, let me tell you will have a good run in the chamber, but I don't. it wasn't necessary. Let me tell both of you something. I've never seen a weaker people than the, tweet, than the Twitter WWE Raw fan base. My lord. I saw 40 people tweet, How are you going to have Kofi lose to fucking AJ Styles in one? What? 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 What do you want, fucking Shawn Michaels to lose to Doink the Clown? I, it's insane. I didn't it's like, insane. I didn't like the way they booked this match. 
I mean, that I was fine with, but uh, I just didn't like everything I think these gauntlet it. matches now are getting tired because you see what they're doing with them every time. They're either going to try to build somebody up. It's getting out of but hand. It's getting just, too predictable. And, and you just showed those same guys that are going to be in the same match. I mean, obviously, the Chamber's there, but... Well, the Chamber's there, and they're all in at different times. Yeah. There's other variables. I'm just... The gauntlet match now has played out. I think ever since Rollins started this trend... Where we're going to build the star by having them go on like an hour. And they did it a few times now. It's getting played out and it kind of needs to stop. Well, they didn't do that this time around. They they made Sheamus. They did it three weeks ago. They got Sheamus a little more over with the, oh, with Shinsuke, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But it's too got, much. They, you don't know well too much. They, stop doing the, the same shit. The story works with Sheamus. I just wish Drew wasn't in at the end. You know what's funny? They, they realize that having a guy win... A highly competitive match gets it's, them it's over. It's crazy, right? But they can't figure out how to do it. They got to make it a gauntlet. God forbid you just book a big time singles match God and have forbid. a guy go over fucking flat clean. Do but you... I want to go back to what you said. They, they were complaining about Kofi and AJ Styles. I encourage everybody out there, please follow us on Twitter. Follow you boys. But the weakness that exists on Twitter, the misery, the pain, the anger, the angst, the hate that lives on Twitter. There are people, they live for the angry tweet. They Their head pops off the pillow every morning just looking for something that they can go on Twitter and bitch and complain and moan. And for a lot of people, it was that Kofi Kingston losing to AJ Styles. Imagine that's the battle you want to pick. You want to complain that AJ Styles, the best wrestler in the world today, the guy who The Undertaker said, if I'm going to wrestle anybody, it's going to be AJ Styles for one more match. He's had more big matches in his short career in WWE than maybe. He may have had the best two or three rookie years in wrestling history. And they're going to get all tied up over Kofi Kingston. These are the same people that complained about Goldberg. They're the same people, Frank. They're professional protesters. This is what they do. They complain. I'd like to say also, I'd like to retract my statement before. It's not like Shawn Michaels versus Doink the Clown. It's not. That's yeah. a little disrespectful yeah, to Kofi. Yeah, it was disrespectful to Kofi. And, I, and, and after I said it, I kind of said, nah, that's the wrong comparison. Right. I can't even think of something because the idea of a mid-card tag team guy winning a tag title. He's a former WWE champion. It's a big deal. Umaga came out and fucking stuck his thumb in Flair's throat and pinned him. You're right. In 30 seconds. It happened. Who complained? Shut the fuck up. It's fake. It's fake shit. Who gives a fuck? It's a word. They gotta, you gotta, someone's gotta win. Someone's gotta lose. You gotta build somebody. AJ Styles needs to look credible because he is credible. He's got a manager involved. Stop it. Stop it. You're right. The level of outrage is always so disproportionate. And it's like they're screaming, punching air. Just shut the fuck up. And and you know, Frank, if they had Kofi win, they'd be complaining that AJ Styles lost to Kofi Kingston. Well, it's because he worked at TNA and Vince hates TNA, guys. Yes, that's the mentality. Yo, I showed you that thing from 2006. It was the craziest fucking thing, PJ. I was on some random post. I Googled something. They had a complaint on this forum, and some asshole had the audacity to say Abyss was better than Kane. Go fuck yourself. It was the most preposterous thing I've ever seen in my Who's life. Who's better than Kane? Abyss. Abyss. I showed you this. Remember, I said, look, the weakness existed in 2006. Who said this? It was on the <laughs> forum, that <laughs> weird thing this? I showed you. Who said this? Some asshole. That Abyss is better than Kane? Yes. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Who raised you? <laughs> Who raised you? What dump did you fucking crawl out from under? 
Abyss is better. Stop it. I like better Abyss, than Kane. But no, he's not. I love Abyss. Kane. Abyss yeah. is a fine athlete. He's tremendous. Yeah, he's I not w- Kane. I wish he worked Kane. But... He ain't the fucking mayor of Knox County. <laughs> no, he's he... not. He's not a multi-time champion. Did you hear Cornette recently on Kane? Let me no. tell you something. Kane's got more fucking money than any of these motherfuckers made in a calendar year. Kane was making six fucking figures at the top of his career for many years in a fucking row. Kane put asses in seats. Kane, yeah. Kane's yeah. the man. Well, Don't according ask. to your brother, you won them the... Uh... My brother says he's the reason he won the Monday Night Raw. He says Kane was the game changer. He said all things being equal, you you get rid of Kane, and this is Ted Turner Championship Wrestling right now. <laughs> That's what he attributes it to. Okay. So now we're going to go to a bit of a set. If you ever see Kane, oh, you should geez. tell him that story. Kane, what? Some dumb fuck said a no, piss no, was no. better than you? No, no, no. My brother thinks you had a reason why. And he's going to look my at you. My brother doesn't think that. My brother knows that. <laughs> my brother knows. In his mind, that's the way it is. That, He'll you, tell you that. You know how, how, Kane, how much he would appreciate that, I think? If he would appreciate it as much as the time un- you went out to Undertaker and told him that you broke his coxes. <laughs> I didn't know Shut that. the fuck he up. He told me that. We had a nice conversation. <laughs> I'm sure Undertaker was honored to meet Nikki Kayfabe. But yes, if I ever meet Kane, yes, uh, in between when I ask him what it's like to be the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, <laughs> I'd say, my brother says you put WCW out of business. <laughs> you got to go pay fucking Disco Inferno because you're the reason he's sitting home right now. <laughs> but yeah, we have some sad news, Frank. Yes, we well, found out. Well, is it sad? Let's look at the... It's... Well, it's positive now. Right, right. We didn't know. We heard that Devon Dudley was in bad shape a couple months ago, but we didn't know what exactly happened. We now found out that he had a stroke. But it is said that he is doing a lot better, and I, I'm going to take this opportunity to try to lighten the mood. Let's talk about some of our favorite Dudley boys' moments or matches. <laughs> I know you got one. You your know eyes, what I'm doing. Your eyes are lighting up. You know what I'm doing. I can foresee it. Lay so it on us. At the, dra- at the brand split, do you remember Flair and Vince did the brand split? And by the way, Devon, get well soon, brother. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. You listen to any shoot interview with him. He just, he's just got a personality about him. I read Batista's autobiography, Batista called uh, Devon one of the best guys in the business. You can tell. Bubba Ray's reputation's a little bit eh, iffy because... He said a lot of things. He says some things. He does some things. He's stiff, you know. But Devon, universally beloved. One half of what is, in my opinion, one of the greatest tag teams of all time. Just a genuinely nice guy. Anytime I've seen an interview with him, never met him face-to-face, but always seems to be a good guy. So get well soon. Hope it's working out. All the rest. When they did the draft in 2002, they did the draft split. The brand extension. Right. Ric Flair is doing Raw. Vince has got SmackDown. The Consortium. The Consortium was me. <laughs> so he was... Flair was SmackDown. Vince was... Uh, no, I'm sorry. Flair was Raw. Vince was SmackDown. Flair drafts Bubba. Vince drafts Diva. They broke up the Dudleys. They broke Animals. Up. They broke them up. What did you possibly think of good was going to come from that? Well, kayfabe, what did... So, Bubba stayed the same. He was Bubba Ray Dudley. What did Devon do? He became the deacon, did he He not? became Reverend Devon and Deacon Batista. He walked around oh, with Reverend, a box. Yes, yeah. Walked around with a box. He was collecting money. I read the autobiography. Batista says people put $100 bills in there. He says he they legit just took money from people, and they would put money in there. And then they would go to the back. They would split it, him and Devon. <laughs> that was their thing. Genius. It's pretty smart. It, it's genius, for sure, yeah. So, if you're at home right now... I want you to 
take out your phone, your mobile device, whatever it is that you use to stay in touch with, you know, reality. Type in Reverend Devon versus Triple H SmackDown. <laughs> and you're going to see, you're going to see my man Devon pin Triple H flat one, two, three. And that to me is the best Devon <laughs> moment. Flat one, two, three pin as, Triple H. As the deacon? As the reverend? Oh, yeah. He had his white stripe on. Wow. Oh, he had the collar. Wow. He had the collar, had the arm showing. He told Triple H the arrow of his ways. It takes a religious man to take down someone like Triple H. You have to be a man of God. It's the only hope you have. Go on, kid. Faith. Uh, what you got? I was going to... I mean, the moment with the Ws is always that... It's not Deacon uh Devon as much. It's the, the May Young powerbomb. No, that is a classic. That is classic. He, just, he just, just stares. When he, he just, just stares. <laughs> that stare is something else. <laughs> what were they thinking? They just started know. beating women every week. They did the Stacey Keebler, put it through, off the top rope through a fucking But thing. they also had a... I mean, Devon had a real big run with... Uh, when they did the Ace and Eights thing in TNA, I remember that. I thought that was that was good. Bubba Ray tells the story that when he was putting Mae Young through the table off the stage, remember that spot? They did that, that's the what stage. he was talking about. That was the stage. They yeah, did one in the uh, ring through the table, and then they did one off the no, stage. No, it was off the stage, that one, yeah. And Vince, apparently, after insisting they do this, pulls over the side and says, If you hurt her, I'm going to come after you. Don't you hurt this woman? <laughs> You're telling me, powerbomb this woman <laughs> off the stage, but don't hurt her. What do you do? <laughs> and they said Mae Young was tough as a fucking booth. And didn't didn't sell it, just took it, and that was it. If you watch the clip back, you can see her hand. She squeezes Bubba's wrist. That's the sign. That's the tell to make sure that you're conscious and, and mobile. Wow. That, I mean, look at that. Speaking of YouTube and clips, look at that stare that he gives during that. It's amazing. He's in an orgasmic trance. <laughs> so, You're not going to get away with that now. He powerbombed an 80-year-old woman off the stage. Yeah. You're not going to get away with no, that. No, not anymore. I don't care what you do. You can CGI it. You won't get away with it. I don't have an exact moment, but I have a time period with them. And it's when they were extreme. The promos that Bubba Ray and Devon would cut coming out of ECW, when Devon would come out and say, shut the fuck up. That's how the promo would start. Shut the fuck up. Very realistic. If you think about it, if you're to come out and a bunch of people are yelling at you, what's your first reaction? Shut the fuck up. Fucking Bubba Ray sitting there telling the fucking, the girl in the front row that she sucks dick worse than a mother. That's why she won't get away. It's insanity. Amazing. Hilarious. Top Amazing. Hilarious. I won't say no more. That way we don't get shut off the air. So real quick, Devon says I had a stroke. And now I'm doing much better. I'm back to my normal self almost. So hopefully, because he had some issue early on, they were kind of kayfabe about it. They were quiet about it. They didn't say what was going on. Now we know. Poor guy had a stroke. He says he's doing better. And in all sincerity, get well, Devon Dudley. We can't afford to lose you, man. Not no. now. Not now. Too soon. Not now. You're too young. But... Now we go to our number five, my friend. Number five on the five count, Frank Cliff, the ball is in your court. Well, I got sick of watching soft wrestling. This Monday Night Raw shit. This AEW shit. Even NXT to an extent at times. I wanted something, as I said before, extreme. I decided to divulge myself into some old school ECW. Started watching some random hardcore TVs. 
I watched uh, Barely Legal again. And then I decided, hmm, how would you book a WWE versus ECW supercard at the height of the Attitude Era? Let's say 2000 to be safe, but you could use anyone from 97 to 2000. That was the parameters I set. And then I sent this to my our little group chat. And PJ right away, light bulb went off in his head. He said, I'll make mine, but I'm telling you right now, there's no rules. I said, Frank, I'm going to make an ECW versus WWE card, but I'm not looking up years. I don't care who's where and what's happening. And then tell me, was it in? I don't give a fuck. He's I'm going to do it. Place. So, Nikki K. here's what I want you to do. Because Nikki didn't do this. Nikki looked at this text and he swiped it. He was in whole and he didn't give a fuck. I don't even think he responded so, to it. He's he a real cocksucker. He says he's got no time for this. He's got no time for his little side hustle I, that he's trying to do. Hold on. So, Frank, you're going to give your card. I just talk I, me through I it. I'm going to give my card. Okay. And you tell me which card you're paying to see. Well, I hate Frank, so I already can tell you. Well, don't don't let don't <laughs> let your hate of Frank cloud your judgment. You're Try lucky I was going to get fucking Christian Kane by the Sandman for fucking 60 minutes, you <laughs> piece of shit. All right, Frank's so card. Go ahead. Frank's card. We open up with Jerry Lynn versus Owen Hart. We then have Tajiri versus Ken Shamrock. That's a good one. Sabu versus Shane McMahon. It's going to be wild. Spike Dudley versus X-Pac. Two fucking assholes. <laughs> Taz versus Kurt Angle, and I know it happened in the WWE. It but, but I want, I want like a 20-minute fucking match with match. them. I don't want the Royal Rumble illegal choke. I respect it. Tommy Dreamer versus Triple H. Okay, why? So I used a lot of other guys, and I knew I needed to get Hunter on this card because, let's face facts, you knew he was going to get on this card. Who is ECW's top babyface? It's always been Tommy Dreamer. Who else would he feud with other than the biggest prick in wrestling? Mm -hmm. Triple H. Um, I also tried to do parallels a lot, and for some reason, I don't know why I linked them together, but I guess that's what the brain was thinking. I then had my Gaga match, the BWO versus the FBI versus Kai and Tai. Versus the Mean Street Posse. FBI, BWO, Kaintai, you hit every fucking letter of the alphabet. <laughs> then I had the Battle of the Jacks, New Jack versus Katniss Jack. That happened. I'm I think that match happened. I'm sure, but I want it. I want like. <laughs> I get it. You want it with the show. You want the yeah, belt and the ring. Yeah, that whole the, sizzle in the state. You gotta get it all. I got it. I got Edge and Christian versus the Hardys. And I regret this next one, and I can't stress enough. I don't know why I was thinking Steve Carino and Rhino. I just had to put them on. So I put them and the Eliminators. Looking back now, might have done the Pitbulls. Don't know how it would have worked as a ladder match. Moving on. Kane versus Mikey Whipwreck. Well, this, this, is my, is, this is not my favorite match you booked, but my, close to it. That's a novel idea. It's a novel idea. Simple but effective. Simple, underdog. Big fucking monster. That's the match. Exactly. I think that was a bit of genius book. Lance Storm versus Bret Hart. I think that happened. I'm sure it Probably did. Probably have it on Nitro. Probably Might have. have. But you're going to get a great match. Of course. Dudley's versus the Outlaws, and yes, this probably happened in the Attitude Era as well. But I don't I even want... think it happened in the Attitude Era. Maybe I, not. I they happened... might have missed each other. I think it happened in the Authority Era. You're right when they came back. Yeah, I think they did it Son on like just on a Raw. But I would have wanted the ECW Dudley's. Bells and whistles. Exactly. Up huge, of course. 
Raven versus The Undertaker. And that I believe... was the idea I stole. Yeah. I stole that. The, the one match I think I stole from this card, because I wanted to make mine as different as possible, but I wasn't going to top that. You, you can't. Raven and Undertaker, that's the match. And then the triple threat would be Raven, Undertaker, and Sting. I know, K-Fames. I see your eyes lighting up. He's booking it in his head now, asshole. Go on. RVD versus Shawn Michaels. And yes, I'm sure it happened on a Raw, but again. Right. Stone Cold versus the Sandman. This is when you yelled at me and said you went with parallels, didn't you? I said, well, yeah. not only that, I just think it would be like the build would be hilarious. This match happened too, by the way. It did happen in ECW. You're right. Yeah. It did. And then we have, but that wasn't Stone Cold. That was just Steve Austin. Of course. Then we have The Rock versus Shane Douglas. I just tried to, at that point, take the two biggest stars I could and put them together. Shane Douglas doesn't get enough credit for what he did in ECW, just like The Rock doesn't because he was behind the guy. Yeah. So, give him this spot. So, Frank sent me his list, and he made a mistake. He sent it to me when I was about a, half a bottle of whiskey deep. So now it's a challenge. <laughs> right now I'm challenged. So i got to give you the credit that you laid the foundation for a lot of my ideas. Because I saw what you did, it's always easier to build. And before we went on the air today, he says, I don't want to do this call, let me change a couple of things. I said, no, no, let's do it raw. Let's do it the way you had it, right? It don't matter. I know if you did it again, you would change it up. All good. But So this is the match I came up with. First of all, we got Brock Lesnar versus Sabu. Death-defying, homicidal, suicidal. Keyword being suicidal. Because he's going to step <laughs> in the Brock, and Brock's going to kill him. Sabu's going to use all the weapons. First, Fre wait, I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but Frank, you didn't say who wins any of these matches. Oh, the, I know. I, I noticed that. I'm going to get to it. Okay, good. I thought we were going to... Oh, gonna... I'm telling him the whole thing. I was going to tell you to tell tell us who wins, but I didn't want to go that route. It's too late. We're not going back. We'll go, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not Thanks. going back. <laughs> I can Sabu... tell you now, Edge and Christian are taking that out. <laughs> I can tell you that right now. Good, because you just took an L. Yeah. <laughs> all you need, you know, suicidal Sabu, he's going to try to use the weapons on Brock. All of these matches are ECW rules. All of, of course. Them, all of them are ECW rules. So Sabu's going to try to go to the weapons. He's going to try to break down the machine. The machine's going to last. Brock's, Brock's just, going Brock's gonna literally break the table with his fist in that yeah, match. Yeah, crazy. Sabu's going to pull out Mace. It's going to be a whole big thing. But Brock's going to go over. Then we've got the Million Dollar Man versus the Sandman. Maybe sounds a little bit crazy. I like that you had the double play on the man. I also like the fact that this match is going to be $4 million. It's going to be $4 million. What's the Sandman going to do with a million dollars if he wins? That's the whole story. Beer. Yeah. And a, a stick. A new stick. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The Louis Vuitton yeah. candlestick. Yeah. He's going to cane him in the head. He's going to cane the million dollar man in the head. He's going to pin him. Now <laughs> Sandman's got a million dollars. That's a great story. That's four like. weeks of television. Just That's blowing nice. it. Just using it on nothing. Yeah, he's at the bar buying himself shots. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. Sandman versus Million Dollar Man. That's match two. Then they got Randy Orton versus Terry Funk. So you went down the legend killer route. That's exactly the route I went. I love it. There's only one reason that I had Terry Funk on this card is because I need to have Terry Funk on the card. Because he was such an integral part of ECW. I had to have him on the card. I could not not have him on the card. And as soon as I saw him on your card, I said, how the fuck did I forget Terry Funk? I forgot people too. It's crazy. I forgot people to... It's hard to yeah. do this. It's very hard. It's very hard. But again, this is all mental masturbation, so what's it matter? Then here's a match kayfabe Nick Frank didn't like. He didn't like that I did I was this. puzzled. I put the Dudleys versus Kane and Big Show. I'm talking, and you already laid the groundwork. When you sold it to me afterwards, I liked it. So the please. The Dudleys are sick animals at this time. They're coming out, F you, F this, suck my D. They're just monsters, right? So they say Kane... You're a big red retard. <laughs> like the rock used to. <laughs> if you thought if you thought the boss man 
harangue the big show by tying his dad's casket to the fucking chain and driving it around or boss man cooking out snow's dog like if you thought he was bad that's what i'm having the dudleys do i'm having them just be sick savages so when you buy your ticket for the ecw wwe card you know the dudleys are getting their fucking asses whooped and that's why i'm booking this match they're gonna harangue kane and big show for months and finally, Kane and Big Show are going to get their hands on him. They're going to cream him. Uh, I would put Orton over Terry Funk. And I would put probably the Dudleys over Kane and Big Show. Might just add on to the heat. So you're saying get their asses whooped and then hit a low blow or something? Yeah, they're going to go over somehow, yeah. but be a bloody mess. But it could go either Does way. Does Joe Gertner take a choke slam? Everybody. Every- I want dances with Dudley out there. <laughs> Spike Dudley, old Dudleys, the whole gang. Sign the guy. Whole big Dick Dudley. Sign guy, sign guy Dudley, big, big Dick Dudley. How many Dudleys were there in total? Johnny get Dick a Dudley, all of them. James Dudley, all the Dudleys. <laughs> Mickey K. Dudley. They're all there. They're all getting fucked up. So that's my match. <laughs> the Rock vs. RBD. Here's why I did this. I needed RBD on the card. Understandable. And, and I needed The Rock on the card. I like their attitudes. RBD's got that more laid back. I'm Captain Cool personality. The Rock's got his own personality. I feel like this is a match that the people, the people are going to get involved. I would put RBD over because The Rock can take a loss. Rock can take the a Rocks, loss. He can come out the next day, act like he didn't lose. The Rock's promos would be priceless. You're Mr. Monday Night? To what, 30 people on coast? Oh, my God. You want to point to yourself? Take your thumb and turn it sideways? <laughs> yeah, take your tie-dye airbrush shirt? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And by the way, I think they probably had a match before. I'm sure. Then I got the New Day versus the BWO. Little Gaga, I don't care who wins. JBL versus New Jack. This was intriguing. I want New Jack to get control of the limo. I want him to take the Longhorns off of it. I want him to, to take JBL's hat and wear it. Don't underestimate New Jack. New Jack can't work. New Jack can't work. He can just hit people with weapons. But he can though. hit you with a in, in the he's fucking head stay... with a weapon. And you know JBL can hit you in the head with a with a trash can. He's gonna stay... he hit you with a cookie sheet. You don't care. He's gonna staple a hundred dollar bill to JBL's head. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what's yeah. gonna happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Who goes over JBL? Yeah, yeah. So you just this is a very Vince book card. I'm trying to give the ECW guys a little bit. I got the Sandman going over. I got yeah, uh, Dudley's going over. I got RBD going over. So now I got to put JBL over. And who you got next? What do we got next in this? John Cena versus Tommy Dreamer. They're both... Yeah. I, I want to teach you the underdog story. Yeah, that Tommy you Dreamer. You go into this match and you say Tommy Dreamer's got no shot. He's got no shot of beating John Cena. He's the poster boy for ECW and he's weak. And John Cena is the poster boy for WWE, and he's strong. And they go into this match, and Dream is going to get close. He's going to hit his DDT. He's going to hit him with the kendo stick. He's going to make you think one or two times during the course of this match that he has. He's going to hit that pile driver. And then he's going to lose. He's going to take the attitude adjustment. He's going to get pinned one, two, three. That's how this match ends. And the, the booking beyond that is the fact that those are two of the biggest faces in both respective companies. Right. Tommy Dreamer actually was hated by the fans because he was such a baby face when he was first brought up. Very similar to one. Oh, make John it a Cena. You I just mean, changed my opinion. Make it a kendo stick match. Absolutely. Lose Remember when you lose, one. you yep. got to get taint, taint ten times, and he's telling Cena, "Go ahead, do it again." Cena don't want to do it because he's weak, and he's but space, he keeps yeah. doing it. Yeah, that's yeah. drama. That's pure drama. Then we go on. I stole. I stole it right from Frank's card. Undertaker versus Raven. Are you putting? That's the match, and it's an extreme rules match. There's no steps. I don't, care, I don't care how you're doing. 
Uh, it's the build. I don't care how you do it. Yeah, the it's build. The build. It's the build. You him with the ministry. You Raven, Raven with, the with his flock. With his flock. Yeah. Raven's flock. Um, you can do Raven. You could do a stalker gimmick. Raven stalker, the Undertaker's wife. You can oh, where did I hear that one before? DDP. <laughs> but you can do a hundred different things. Uh, Undertaker's going over Tombstone clean. And then in the main events, this card is wrong. This card says one thing, but that's not what I have. My main event is Taz versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's my main event. That's always been my main event. I told you about that main event. You did? I don't yeah. know why I typed that. Yeah, maybe we have a mistake. It's no big deal. Stone Cold, he, we have here written on the sheet, Stone Cold versus Shane Douglas. But Shane Douglas didn't make my card. I don't know why. I agree with you. He needs to be there. But Frank, I could not find a spot for him. My main oh, event, I totally fucked that up. Yeah, yeah, no worries. My main event was Taz versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Now, here's my only problem. Austin's not taking a suplex. Where's he, the match? <laughs> he's they not just taking, have to fight around take, the arena. He'll take a German from Benoit. He'll take a German from Kurt. He ain't taking it. But he's guys. not taking an exploder suplex from behind onto his fucking stack of dimes. He's not going to do that. But Taz made you believe that he was a tough motherfucker. He made yeah. you believe that he was Mike Tyson a foot shorter and in wrestling. And he cut a promo and he cursed at you and he yelled at you. I want to see him versus Austin. The battle of the badasses. The Taz mission... He's going to get that on. Austin will reverse it to the Million Dollar Dream. He gets that on. Bang. Stunner. One, two, three. Show goes off the air. Beat me if you can. Survive, Survive if, I, if let I, you. I let you. 100%. Yeah, Taz was a bad motherfucker back then. So what did you think of the cards, K-Fabes? I, I know. I mean, my ECW knowledge isn't, isn't the best, so I really... So, I you, wanna... so you're weak. You're a weak person. <laughs> you don't like him too violent? I just didn't watch it. Because just like Impact, it's on fucking God knows what channel and no one fucking cares. It's on the network. Go educate yourself, you <laughs> fucking clown. You had to have a hot box to watch ECW. It's true. It was on the same channel that porn was. I shit you not. <laughs> they took off the porn for like 30 seconds, then you got an ECW promo. Bam, it's coming. Crazy. But yes, uh, for all those that like the way we fantasy booked that, please let us know other things you want us to fantasy book. Let us know whatever you want us to do on this show. Because, because that fantasy booking was, in fact, a response to a question that we received from the audience. It was, which was, what would be your ideal WWE versus ECW matchups? And we just couldn't give you one. So we gave him you all. Frank got a question. He made a fucking mountain out of it. He gave him a molehill. He made a mountain. And so that's the end of our five count, ladies and gentlemen. And again, you can follow us on Twitter as at Radio. Or you can follow Nikki K. Fabe RCR on Twitter, PJ Stack RCR on Twitter, or the High Flyer RCR on Twitter. You can follow us there for our musings and meanderings and our thoughts on the wrestling world. But now we're going to go to a couple of questions from the Ring Crew Faithful. The Q&A was so successful last week, Nikki K. Fabe, that we decided again. We shot out a couple of questions on Instagram, a couple of questions on Twitter. We follow a couple of accounts that ask some questions. So just quick things get the mind going. We're going to start. Frank, you're in charge. Yes, well, Kevin from Detroit asks, seeing almost every week begs the question, who are some of your guys' favorite bodyguards in the WWE? And I would guess this beat historically because there's only one right now. Best bodyguard? I'm going Kevin Nash to Shawn Michaels. Very smart. K-Fabes. Uh, if you say Tyson Tomko, I swear to God. 
Give quick. him a second. Do yours. He's, yeah, he's flustered. Think, he hasn't no, seen these questions I was, yet. I liked Big E when he was with Ziggler, but I don't know if that's really like the best bodyguard of all time kind of thing. Tyson Tomko? <laughs> I did like Tomko. Of course you did. Fishy Mount Henry. <laughs> so as you sit there and ponder and what it appears to be scratch your nuts, <laughs> I'm going to go with the APA. What a fantastic doing. You paid them, they protected you. Simple, simple concept. Um, I definitely appreciate what Diesel was, but I don't know. I just always had a thing for the APA. They were good. They were, I mean, they were excellent. I don't, uh, to me, again, a lot of this is subjective. I look at the question, I think bodyguard, I think someone that accompanies you to the ring every match. Right. I'm thinking Diesel for Shawn Michaels. Diesel got the world's championship before Sean did. Which People is, don't realize which is crazy. That. People don't realize that. It's Diesel crazy. got the championship first. It's crazy. And they tried to do the same thing with Sid, and it was uh, what actually ended up building into a main event feud, too. Kayfabe, did Dolph Ziggler have a bodyguard before Big E? Who had some guy? Jackson Ryder? No, Jackson no, Ryder's no, recent. now. He's now. That's Elias. There was a Jackson somebody... Jackson You're Andrews. Too much. Is there a Jackson Andrews? Andrew Jackson. That was a president. That's the president. <laughs> I know. I think no. I think it was a Jackson Andrews. I'm I don't remember. So while PJ sits there and Google's, I'm looking it up. Go mindless ahead. nonsense. Who you got? Uh, I mean, I liked when Biggie did it, but I mean Nash is probably an easy one. Uh yeah. He was Jackson Andrews. Was the enforcer for Tyson Kidd. Remember this fucking guy? I don't. Let Showing me see. a picture. Wow, no, I don't. Remember. I yeah, it. Jackson Andrews. Call me crazy. The president. I didn't call you crazy. Call me the president. Jackson Andrews. He was the. Yeah, I remember he was a thing. Didn't go anywhere. I'm didn't go think, anywhere. I'm trying to think of some enforcer gimmicks. Uh, China. That's a damn good answer. China. China to honor. I put China up there. Have a woman bodyguard, very James Bond. And we have a China question coming up. No. We, skip, we should skip to it. Since What's the China, China question? We got China. Nicky Cape can't fucking put I'll, I'll say it. I'll answer. say it. I will ask the question. KD from Parts Unknown's okay, X. I won't ask the question. One night in China, a blockbuster or a miss? Yes, because if you ever wanted to see a five foot two man fuck someone with an oversized clitoris, please go tune into One Night in China. My How do you God. even find One Night in China now? Well, Is it on the network? Fucking Google it, you idiot. Nikki <laughs> not... K is the only person that goes on a fucking television to watch porn. You're an idiot. You're just a simp. I don't watch porn. Now you're just being now, now you're just, just being fraud. With this audience, and I've had it. Stop being ingenuine. You can't possibly like Christian that much. It's impossible. We now move on to our third question, which are now all going to be out of order and fucked because of kayfabes. <laughs> Vicky from El Paso asks, Since this is the anniversary of Eddie's big title win over Lesnar, I want to know what were your thoughts of, one, Eddie's reign with the belt, and two, had he not tragically passed, what else could have he accomplished in the WWE? So I encourage anybody who wants a more in-depth answer or a more natural answer to the question, because now it's coming up on purpose, but it came up organically not too long ago when we had 
let go and let go here with us. And he said basically what my thoughts were. So I'll try to paraphrase. That was a match, Eddie versus Brock at No Way Out. I thought for sure Brock was going to win. I would have put money on it. I would have put money on it. Because I said, Eddie's a tag guy. He's a tag team guy. He's been around a long time. He's one of those guys, he was a young man, but he was around so long that you just felt like his opportunity had passed him. Right. He felt like it was over for him. He's not going to do anything. He was like Hardcore Holly. I had him at the same level as I had Hardcore Holly. And they put him over Brock. I just remember being shocked. Stunned, but happy. I wasn't upset. I didn't feel... I, I, I was genuinely... It would be not to this extreme, but close, if William Regal just entered a title match now and won and beat Drew. Right. And you said, I'm not ha- I'm not unhappy that this happened. I'm glad. I love him. I'm just shocked. Right. So I was, I was shocked. I think um, a big part of that title run I look at is not even so much what he did as an individual, but elevating other people. If he doesn't have that feud with JBL, I don't think JBL gets... To be where he was in that push. No brainer. I mean, you needed a, a a baby face that was just fucking over to get JBL that much heat. Man, that feud set up JBL for years. And um, I just think of that feud a lot when I think of Eddie Guerrero. I also think of the blade job he took at Judgment Day. Holy shit, do you remember that? When he sure gave himself do. the gig job? Oh, gushing. Yeah. But uh, the second part of this question is interesting because... It's rumored that he was supposed to face, I believe, Sean at Mania. Is that is that right, PJ? That the year that I, he I read, I read that he was supposed to face Sean, Sean. At Mania. Yeah. The year he died. Yeah. Yes, correct. And it would all have been Mania twenty two. Yes, and all I'm going to say is, if I got to see that match, I'd be a little more happier. But sadly, we didn't get to. I'll never see what a frog splash into a super kick looks like. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You think I, that would have happened? Yeah. What else are they going to do? Yeah, Sean's going over there. <laughs> what, else, what else are they going to do? Sean's going over there, buddy. How are they going to set that? That's that, That's tough to Sean show. Sean will do it. Sean will do it. Sean will figure it out. Sean will do it. He He's did it with Shelton Benjamin. He'll figure it out. Different than Shelton Benjamin. You had two geniuses. You have two wrestling geniuses between Guerrero and Sean. And they're both born again. You got the religious thing going on. So you know that they would have just really wanted to... Oh, the match would have been fantastic. It would have been, yeah. it, it would have been off the chart. It would have just been off the chart. Yeah. Would have stole the show. No, yeah. Without there a doubt, no show. Yeah, there would have been no show. <laughs> it would have been that. WrestleMania 22. What was the main event that year? Oh. Another so... fucking snooze fest with him. <laughs> yep. And Vince McMahon and fucking uh, Shawn and Michaels. Sean, I was talking to Frank the other day. Everybody was rooting for Triple H in Chicago that year. I wasn't. <laughs> I could, I could I imagine. I wasn't. I hoped... I didn't like John Cena at the time because I was weak. I was one of those people that thought they're pushing this guy too hard, too quick. But I was rooting for him. I didn't understand why that crowd was going on. Because they hate everything. They're from Chicago. They're just miserable people. Next one. Vince from Stanford X. Who's your favorite WWE couple of all time? Elizabeth and Macho. I mean, that's that's the That's it. Hunter and Steph. I really liked Edge and Lita. I thought they were entertaining. Uh, you know, shit. you both took the other. The, the, that was my A one and A two test and stuff. Shut the fuck. Yeah, up. no. I'm really? Gonna... How long were they Christian together? Trish and yeah. Trish. Yeah. WrestleMania twenty. They had a nice Punk and AJ. 
Oh, pumpkin. Let's oh, AJ. AJ jumped around a little. AJ. She was with Kane one week. Cena. She was with uh, Daniel Bryan. Ryan. You know, with everybody. She about, fucking caused him to get kicked in eight seconds. Yeah. How about um, George Animal stealing Miss Elizabeth? They had a big moment at WrestleMania three. Really? All about, oh, it was all about George the Animal Steel. He was in love with Elizabeth. It was Beauty and the Beast. Hogan and Elizabeth. Oh, brother. <laughs> you have lust in your eyes. Now he sounds like Drew. <laughs> your eyes. You have lust in your eyes. I saw what you're looking at him. <laughs> that was a simple answer. That wasn't really yeah, much of I a mean, debate there. Seth and Becky are the new ones, right? Perry Saturn and Terry Ross. No, because she doesn't fucking manage him. Brock and Sable. Terry and Goldust. Terry and Goldust. I thought they had a really you know what? good little... Remember when he went... Remember when they tried to do the gimmick that he found God and he was just in the crowd? Dustin's found Jesus or some shit with her next to him. She got immaculately pregnant. There was a lot of uh, weird angles. Immaculate conception? The, I believe and, so. Rock and Sable, though, you don't really think about it as a wrestling couple. They were in an on-screen couple. I'm assuming they on screen. on screen. I know, I'm just saying. The behind the scenes, the WWE right. power couple, Vince and Linda McMahon. <laughs> that's your that's You want your to talk about couple. dedication. Hunter married into the business. Kane and Katie Vick. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was a good one. There May you she go. rest in peace. I like Sherry Martell and Sean. How about that? That's a good one. Yeah. Just, I'm trying to go deep. I'm trying to go for something we don't think about. Yeah. Tori and Kane. Tori and Kane's a good one because it gave... Tori and X-Pac, right? It ruined yeah. X-Pac. X-Pac yeah. never it ruined X-Pac, over. but it gave Kane a personality which he didn't have before. Right. That he was, is that. We're so used now. If you're a fan now and you look at Kane, you don't get why he's old. You don't get it. Back in the day, Kane was the man. X-Pac had and so much did, heat that he put Kane fucking huge over. Kane was just second fiddle to take to take it before X Pac. If I saw Tori walk down the street now, not Tori Wilson. I'm talking Tori. Just Tori. WWF. She doesn't have a last name. Goddamn it! She did. She did not. She, she did had not. that outfit, that black outfit, yeah, that camouflage outfit. outfit. Oh my god! Yeah. She was hot. If I saw her walk down the street now, I wouldn't spit on her to save her life because I don't like what she did to Kane. <laughs> That's how serious it was. I never got over it. I never got over what she did to Kane. It was unacceptable. But all right, we got another question here. James C. from Louisville, Kentucky asked, I got a question here for Nikki Fuck Babes or Nikki K. Fucks, whatever the fuck he's called. You should fucking die. You sit here and you own and you ah and you fucking ejaculate old Christian. You sound like a fucking nitwit. And oh, here's my question. Why do you suck so fucking bad, you fucking piece of shit? And that was from Jim. Shit. Well, Jim's in the 1980s still, so he doesn't know what's going on anymore. He doesn't know what's good. I want to make wrestling with wrestlers born in the fucking 80s. <laughs> oh, shit. That was good. Thank you, guys. And uh, thank you, Jim. So, oh, we got another question here. Mike from Krypton asks, who would you guys book in a gimmick battle royal a la WrestleMania 17? Muhammad Hassan. Yes. Mordecai. Yes. Snitsky. Sure. Lord Tensai. Sure. Doink. Eugene. Sure. Eugene wasn't a gimmick. That was actually him. No, Nick Dinsmore isn't actually mentally challenged, you idiot, but you Shame are for believing you. it. You, you more shit. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Can we wait about, a second? Let's about, just sidebar for a second. How about Deuce and Domino? That's a good one. Vince McMahon literally made a character 
making Eric Bischoff's family mentally ill. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> it's a rip. Yeah, it's a rip on. Uh, and Domino's a good pick. Orange, they won the tag orange, chance, I said orange, I said Orange Cassidy. I don't want him anywhere near my television. <laughs> thank you very much. No, thank you. I don't You're want him anywhere near my television. Um, Gilberg obviously goes in. Kyantai goes Brian in. Brian Myers said I look like Domino. You know what? That's a good guy. Brian Myers is in the lot. In, is in it. I'd put Christian in this thing. Definitely. Sean. I want Christian with long hair, though. Like the one that had a tantrum at WrestleMania and never had a good match at WrestleMania. That one. You know what I mean? Hogan should be in this. We're gonna talk. What crazy. is the page? What is the Mister America? What the fuck was? It? Yes, Mister America. Yes, yeah, send them out. Yeah, fuck it. Santino. Send them out as Mister America. Absolutely, Santino and and Santina. He can do them both. He do the uh, the cactus the, the jack. switch. Yeah, yeah and do the cactus. Matter of fact, and... dude, love. I haven't seen him in a while. Put dude, love in here. Oh, cactus Jack came out a couple. Of, you know. Throw in Reverend Devon, Kerwin like White, Kerwin White. Wow. There you go. That's yeah, a good one. Throw him one. Nick Nemeth. You know, I got sad when I read the question because my mind immediately went to Iron Sheik, Nikolai Volkov. I said, all these guys are dead. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sheik's not Don't dead. you dare talk about Sheiky, baby. Knock on wood. I mean, he's he's alive. Technically, he's got a heartbeat, but... Why don't you go read his Twitter and you tell me if he's got a fucking pulse. He's he always... doesn't take a goddamn... You want to talk about people who don't deal with weakness. He's always Sheik, shouting. Sheiky does not accept any fucking weakness. Sheik's got no time in his life. Even if you don't weakness. follow us, ladies and gentlemen, do yourself a favor. Go find the Iron Sheik on Twitter. Please. Fuck the commission. Fuck the Hulk Hogan. He still hates Hulk Hogan. It ain't a work. Hulk Hogan, you fucking jabroni. <laughs> no, he definitely hates Hogan. <laughs> what do we got next, Frank? Next up, KD from Parts Unknown. Oh, uh, no, no I'm sorry. KD one. from Parts Unknown. Sorry. Matty Shems from Paddle Creek, Michigan asks, Razor Ramon or Scott Hall? And when I saw this question came in, I said, fuck. That's a good question. That's a damn good question because the way I could – let me try to articulate it in this. I think I know Matty Shems, actually. I think you drive him to work every morning. Drive- <laughs> so when I think of this question, I try to articulate it in his – Least phrases as possible. Here's the easiest way. Razor Ramon was a better character than Scott Hall. Scott Hall was completely directionless in, e- in WCW and a waste of talent in WCW because he was made, for lack of a better term, both Hogan and Kevin Nash's lackey. Never got a world title, if I'm not mistaken. And we missed him on our list last week when we answered that question. Greatest guys to not win a world title. Fucking Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Couldn't be trusted. And I understand that side of it. However, it's a shame what they did to him in WCW. Beyond his personal battles. He had fact, a big time. I mean, I know what you're saying. I'm with it you. It was a waste of a solo competitor. You're telling me Kevin he, Nash could have a better match than Scott Holt? Not on his best day. And that's he got point. a lot of money. He was involved in a lot of big matches. He beat 155 people at WrestleMania. at uh, Wrestle, World War Three. World War Three with the three rings and the 800 wrestlers. <laughs> he won that. But I think they were always hesitant to put belts on him because he's just so unreliable. I know. So I would say Razor Ramon as a character was definitely better than Scott I'm, Hall. I'm going Razor too. Because Scott Hall is just, I just think of directionless. That's the only word I could put. They was never, there was never a feud intended for him to just be the top guy. It drove me nuts. Even when he became Scott Hall, he was never Scott Hall. He was just no. a, he was a watered down Razor. Yeah, exactly. He was the bad guy. He was still flicking toothpicks. He was yeah. doing all the razor mannerisms. He was doing all the razor shtick. Exactly. He was just doing he just it had a Scott different Hall. name. But you cannot discount 
Scott Hall and his contributions to wrestling. Not at all. Go watch one of his matches even watch from the early a, 90s. Watch him take a stunt. Oh, uh, man. That, YouTube, you know what? YouTube Scott Hall stunt. That's great. And then come, then great come fucking talk to me. Then come talk to me. That was about the talk only to thing me. that good Talk came to me after you. you've seen him at WrestleMania 18 take two back-to-back -back stunners and watch him sell them. Then come talk to me. Did you guys ever hear If you don't see that, don't talk to me about Razor Ramon. Did you guys ever hear the backstory with 18? So that he was sober at that point, and they had him on medication that if he drank, he would get violently ill. And then Austin poured a case of beer on him, and he got violently ill. And they like acted like they didn't know that he was on the medication. Vince probably said, "That's what are you being weak for? Just sit down." <laughs> Fuck. You guys didn't drink, huh? <laughs> Talking with Steve. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, if the if the problems were actually out in the public, that would have been a hell of a feud. But luckily, then they tried to respect wrestlers' personal lives a little bit more. Well, before we move on, Kate Babe, Razor or Scott, who you take? I'm more familiar with Scott Hall stuff, so but I know Razor and you know the match with Sean and all that stuff. So. Yeah. Cool. All right. Then next, and Uncle Joey, one. Uncle Joey from Boulder, Colorado asks, "What's your favorite match of all time?" I think this one was intended for you, PJ, because I'm not giving this away on some fucking random show. I'm going to hold out. So we're going to go into my favorite match. My favorite match, and we're going to do a watch-along with it. Because of those of you who have stayed with us, we're going into a watch-along. My match, Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels, WrestleMania 21. I think it was the greatest match of all time. It's my all-time favorite wrestling match. We promised it last week. We're giving it to you now. So fire up your WWE Network. Sc scroll on over to Shawn Michaels versus Kurt Angle. You have to give them the where, where it is. Where does it happen? Hollywood. WrestleMania 21 WrestleMania to be 21. exact. What were you looking for now? I didn't say WrestleMania 21? No. You skipped right past you. Skipped, You're too yeah. excited. I disagree. I think you should play it again. You don't have to, but I bet I said WrestleMania 21. It's WrestleMania 21, Hollywood, California, 2005, April fucking 3rd. <laughs> What's the main event of this show? Batista versus Hunter. He fucking powerbombed him and pinned him clean, the way it should be. And it came out the motorhead. But if you are on the network, you should have clicked on the match, and the timestamp is at 1 hour, 38 minutes, and 18 seconds. There should be some random female on the screen, and... We're gonna press, looking good. We're going to press play in three, two, one. Press play now. And as we see the sexy boy is entering the, the ring, mm -hmm. there's Shawn Michaels coming out. There he is. You know, I had a bad feeling about this match, PJ. I had a bad feeling from when I first saw the feud. You know what? why? As I said, how are they going to have a guy that want to – a work title, the same year this man won a shoot Olympiad. I said, how is this match going to get booked? And they're going to make Sean look good. Little did I know. Oh, don't worry about it. So let me tell you my story, why I picked this match as my favorite of all time. My grandfather is a big piece of shit. I don't like him. But while he was alive, he was a big wrestling fan. And his favorite wrestler was Kurt Angle. My favorite wrestler for this period of time was Shawn Michaels. And so when this match came on, he was watching it and I was watching it. He was on his recliner, I was on the couch. And he was into it. And my brother, the same brother who said Kane changed the wrestling industry, 
he was walking by and he stopped and he started watching it. And my second brother, he was walking by, he stopped and started watching it. So now you have this familial moment where everybody in the house is gathered around the TV watching this match because they know I'm a huge Sean fan. They know my grandfather's a huge Kurt Angle fan. And we were watching it. And let's see what the fuck happens. This is a match like that. Let's see what happens. Put Shawn Michaels and Kurt Angle in the ring. Let's see what happens. And this is actually the first time he debuts the pants. Because I remember when he had these fucking pants on, I was so confused. He changed it because it's something with his back. It's something with his back and something with his knees. I think he had to wear knee braces and he didn't like how it looked with the tights. But it drove me nuts for that whole match because I'm like... Did his pants, like, get stuck and he couldn't yeah. get the chaps off? I think your timeline adds up. Yeah. yeah. I think this is about the time that he did that. And let's talk about the build to this before the action starts, because once oh, the action starts... the build starts... is great, yeah. So Kurt's right now. He's pointing to the fucking sky. The fireworks are going behind him. This build is the was, wrestling machine right you here. You got the two best. They're just the two best. Find me another era of time. At the biggest show of the year, you had the two best wrestlers going into the ring. And we're not talking best as far as draws. We're talking... I mean best. You're talking about the best workers in the in the ring. Yes. And this is exactly what it was. They set this up at the Royal Rumble. I believe Shawn Michaels super kicked Angle out of the ring. Yep. Angle came back in and threw him out, eliminated him. Then proceeded to put an ankle lock on him. Setting up the interpromotional feud because at the time there was a brand split. Shawn you, Michaels on Raw. Angle on SmackDown. They went back and forth between shows. And you forget Sexy Kurt. Oh, well, I was just going to get into that. They went back and forth on each other's shows, and one day Kurt Angle actually impersonated Shawn Michaels, brought Sherry Martell. Look at this stare down. Oh, damn. Shawn's good. Yeah. Look at Shawn. Look at Angle. Angle actually said something about this not too long ago. I believe he said, like, Shawn Michaels told him, like, I'm not afraid of you. I'm not afraid of you. That's what it was. That's great. He's telling them. And the storyline. Don't fuck around with me. The storyline to this does go so much deeper. I mean, this guy's... One guy coming off an Olympics the same year, this guy... Hold on, hold on, hold on. Don't say nothing. Bang. There it is, the slap. (laughs) Yes. Now we're off. Now we're off. Little ground. Here we go. I want you... Watch how this match evolves. I watched this match with my 12-year-old cousin. He's big into wrestling now. He said, what's a good match? And I said, come sit with me. Come sit <laughs> under the learning tree. Fire up your network. I'll show you something. Does he call you the arm girl also? He will now. Yeah. So he was, you know, he was not into it for a while. Because this match has a slow build. It's a slow build until it starts getting going. So he wasn't into it. By the end of it, he said, he said this was amazing. He said, I, I didn't know. I was going to say, what was his thoughts, but you already answered that Oh, he loved it. Yeah, he loved it. By the end of it, he loved it. He was slow to get to it because he didn't know. He didn't know what we were dealing with. The storytelling here is... Well, really... also, the mindset is that 12-year-old really is not familiar with Shawn Michaels or... Oh, God. You, you never feel old when you talk wrestling with somebody. Right. Like, yeah. I remember 12-year-olds telling me that Shawn's they like got Christian. the head. Look, Kurt's pulling the hair. Sorry, Frank. What were you saying? I was actually going to say, the cool part about this match, if you watch how they go, I believe it goes, Kurt Angle kind of out-wrestles Shawn Michaels. Now Shawn Michaels is going to out-wrestle Kurt Angle. And this is just how you build a wrestling match. The storyline is, and the commentators, if you're listening to it, which again, I can't say enough, if 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 you're watching this match for the first time with the ring for radio commentary, you're fucking degenerate. Listen to it with the real commentary, then come back to hear our fucking 
meandering about it. But the whole story here now is, here's Shawn Michaels, and he's trying to out-wrestle the Olympian. Who would have thought? The story they tell is, you have to assume Kurt Angle was not prepared for this type of wrestling. He wasn't prepared to go to the ground. No, and right. Sean's making him go to the ground. Exactly. And that's the story. Sean's going to try to out-wrestle Why? Because he knows Kurt would never think he's going to out-wrestle him. Because you can't out-wrestle him. You know how you knew this was a big match, too? Uh, or just how Manias used to stick out, and now they don't so much? I used to love that they had the ringside photographers sitting there at the edge of the ring. Yeah, I was just going to mention that. Um, I also believe the reason why that was is because the big show faced Aki Bono that year. He and did. they had the sumo yeah, match. He did face Aki Bono. So I'm guessing the extra cameramen there have something to do with that because that comes a big deal outside of the United States. But who in knows, general. Who knows, Frank? Did those cameras have footage in them? Yeah. Do you know that? How do you know? I think they do. Uh, yeah, they take cool. pictures. How do you know? It's fake. Those are press cameras. Yeah? Yokozuna's cameraman? Stop. Get a flamethrower in it. Well, I guess if you saw the flamethrower come out, you'd think it's bullshit, but look, this guy's actually, he's making pictures. Yeah, it looks like they're actually uh, legit. Imagine yeah, that was your oh, job. Oh, look, look, he held onto the head. He held onto the head, the back of the ground. He's going to squeeze, squeeze. You're going to see his little head. There's nothing more of Brian Hebner. Yeah. Is that Hebner's That's kid? Brian Hebner. Wow. There's know. nothing more ugly than a fucking bull person's head getting squeezed. Jesus Christ, look at that thing. Looks like a grape that's about to pop. Why don't you fire him in a fucking shoot there? You got so much fucking hair. <laughs> was he actually going bold and that's why they did the gimmick? Yeah. Crazy. It's hard to remember him with hair now, right? Yeah, it was weak with hair. He cried. He cried all the time. Yeah, he was, he was a slobbering mess. Then again, bold Kurt, he got choke slammed off of like a fucking car lift and broke his leg. Remember that shit? If you read Shawn Michaels' autobiography, he's got a lot to say about this match. Interesting. Now, did you say this was the most money Kurt Angle ever made for a wrestling match? Yes, it was. Uh, so he had equal paydays to, I believe, the year before. What was it? It was 20 and 19. He got equal paydays. He was in the title match those two years. And one of them, he closed the show. With Lesnar, he closed the show right. in 19. And this is where he made the most money. And it just shows that Vince McMahon gives you a kickback if you like something. And I he think this said is... you worked your fucking ass off. This is my favorite spot of the match, by the way. Watch out! Watch how Kurt's gonna get out of this. The short arm scissor. It's gonna take him a while. He pulls the hair. Look at that genius! Just fucking great. Just great. Just great. These guys are on another level. They're thinking. They're thinking two or three moves ahead. It's so nice to see Sean not balding. Oh, he's balding. He's balding, but it's not as bad there. It's uh. Yeah. It's when it wasn't in desperate need. Yeah, later on it was just, well, look what Kurt's doing to him. I, I know. <laughs> now we know why. You bald fucks. You're not happy to see other people with hair. That's right? it. Got his ass in his face. Look. An inverted snake face, Michael. It's a short arm scissor. Roll it all around. And Kurt's getting frustrated. He's slapping the mat. It's just a story. He's keeping his, But he's keeping his shoulder off the mat at the same time. Rest in perfect that position. Yeah it's, uh... yeah. yeah. it's great. But Kurt's trying to get out of it. This is, here it is. Look at that. Wow. That's, Kayfabe. That's strong. You had 100 years to do that strong. to me. Could you get me up? No, probably Jesus not. Christ. Lift yeah. a grown man over his head like a baby. Set flip. Now we went to the back. Okay. They're picking it up a little here, too, now. And he got him again. Bang. Look at He's going to slap the mat. There it is. Bang. He's frustrated. 
He's frustrated. If you're not, if you're in wrestling school and you're not watching this match, shame on you. What are you watching? What are you watching? Hunter Helmsley versus fucking Roman Reigns. That's the match you're watching. Is that the match you're watching? No, I was, I, was, I was there for that, and I was watching there. Hunter versus Jericho. I don't watch it again. That match was long and boring. Yeah, they're telling a story. Yeah, the, the story doesn't have to be the fucking Bible. No. Look at this. Look at the ref. That's a great little move right there. Not even the ref could break him apart. Yeah, and now now it's breaking down. <laughs> and the shots to the corner. Fucking Sean's trying to wrap him up. Found him in a shoot. Sean's trying to tie him up. This is WrestleMania in Hollywood. Do you remember they did all the vignettes? Oh, it was great. They had Kurt do the, uh, fuck, what was it? When he was banging the table? Simulate? Yeah, and Harry Chris met Henry. Sally. That's what it was, when Harry met Sally. I remember those vignettes, actually. The Undertaker. I remember the vignettes good. more than the, the actual... I don't know if I... I don't know if I watch this this one through and through though. Ankle lock. There's no way you missed this mania. You I don't know. I the the earliest one I remember of being back was Sean and Taker one actually. I remember where I was for that. I don't remember anything. You remember where you, where you were for Edge Taker? Edge and Taker was twenty four. Twenty four. Or Sean uh, Flair. They're outside. He's stripping the oh, table I down. I, I definitely watch Sean and Flair. Yeah. He's stripping the know. table. I don't know. Getting rid of the monitors. You don't want anyone to hurt themselves. God forbid. Get Taz. What's crazy is about this mania specifically, while we're talking about it, they went back-to-back manias building brand new stars, if you think about it. They built Eddie Guerrero and they built Chris Benoit, the mania before this. And this is Batista Cena. Yeah. And Batista Cena ended up being the... The carriers for a while. Oh, yeah. You know? But as we... Try to do a suplex. Reverse. Big chop. Big chop. There's no way those chops are pleasant. Oh. Oh. He's going for the angle slam. No, no, no. No, no. Bang. Ass first. Oof. Yep. Right into the fucking turnbuckle. Oh, that hurt. How could it not? How could it not? I don't care what he did. Kurt's in the ring. He's breaking up the count. It's nice to see men. It's nice to see men doing their business. It's nice to see men just doing their business. Look at this. Ass first. Bang. Here we go again. Did Angle and, and Michaels go again after this? Or? Yes, they did. They went at vengeance later that year. And then they had an Iron Man match. Interesting stuff. Yeah, it was Angle was uh, managed by Davari during one of them. Remember they did everything they could to turn Kurt heel? Oh, my and God. The fans weren't would booing not him. Do it. They wouldn't do it. He said, he, well, wanted the problem to, is he, said he wanted to put Jesus and Martin Luther King in the ankle lock. Yes. <laughs> he said that. He said that live on air. You can look it up. It was sadistic. He didn't care. But that was the problem, too, with Kurt is that they not only turned him heel, they put him against guys like John Cena, who weren't getting the cheers that oh, they were supposed big to anyway. Suplex. Just look, a suplex. Right. They just did a suplex. It's a match, Frank. It's not a vignette. It's not a vignette. It's well, not the fiend talking with puppets. This is telling <laughs> it's a match. I can tell you what, though. This is telling more of a story than any of his fucking matches. Got him. Oh, he's got him in the scissor. Look at that. He's got him in the body scissor. Squeeze him. Pull the hair. Tremendous. It's a tremendous match. You're looking at two men. You're looking at two men doing what they do. Bobby Heenan called this the best match he ever had. 
Best he, match he's ever seen. Really? Yeah. He, Shawn Michaels in his book, which I gave Frank. Frank's got it. So, Kurt Angle and uh, Bobby Heenan came up to Shawn and told him, I don't need to do this. I don't need to, I'm not going to blow smoke up your ass. I don't need to do it. I'm just telling you. That's the best match I've ever seen. Wow. What do you do after that? No, I don't know if there's anything you can do. You just say thank you. And you walk away. And you <laughs> think about it. Right? I think you say more than thank you. But you, say, you say, man, that that means a lot coming from you. Sean going up the rope spot. Yep. Oh, here we go. Big belly to belly. Bam. See, that's a clean. That's yeah. A clean oh, man. Belly, he used to fucking flip you like it's nothing. This guy was an animal. Angle looks like he's in great shape here, too. Oh, man. Whenever I see this, I just think what could have been if he never fucking went to TNA. It drives me up a wall. Well, I mean... Uh... We got robbed. We got robbed of seven to eight good... Uh, uh, you know, who knows? He might have worked straight through. Going there, it was like, yeah, you got to see him go with Joe. But, like, those matches didn't have the caliber of this. It was sad. It was sad to see him go, but he left on his own. Yeah, accord. he left on his own will. No one forced him out. He, he had issues. He admits to them. It's a shame, but life happens. He's yeah. fish hook in the face. That's unfortunate, though, because the last, you know, coming back here and trying to have that last run. What the fuck was that? I don't know. It didn't pay off. He though. didn't have it. Bro, he's not on the drugs. Yeah. I'd rather see Kurt Angle have a shitty match than die. I agree. Right? I'd rather yeah. I'd rather just see him have a shitty couple of matches and retire than die. Well, I wish Vince did give him the send off with Cena that he wanted. Had to fight but... the fucking Possum King. Yeah, that yeah, was, that was brutal. That was stupid. That was like just I felt like that was one of those times they booked something where it was like it was almost like a work into a shoot. Big chop. Where it started as something where like let's really piss the fans off. Let's tease that we're gonna do Baron Corbin. Big chop. Big punch. And that's what it became. They have good punches too. Look at the punches. Look at his little spot here. They might be shooting. Oh, there you go. Open right. palm slapped him. Yeah. Yes. There it is. And then you get the real Kurt. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's the first cover, too. Hook the leg, God yeah. damn it. Yeah. They're, bro, they're taking their time. They're, they're painting the picture. They're painting the picture. They only got the corners now. You don't even see the whole thing. Sean looks like, I, I don't know, man. It's crazy. Seeing Sean like this now. Look at Angle. Look at Angle. You ever listen to Kurt Angle and you think he's a little bot? <laughs> what do you mean? Like he's uh, a little out there. I think he got a lot of injuries in his head. You talk to him, you feel like you're not talking to a guy who's got a full deck of cards. No, he's like, he seems watered down now. Something seems off with him, but he's always been that way. I, I don't. I'm not saying it's brain trauma. I'm not saying nothing. I'm just. He's just on you, a different path. He's just a weird. He's just a different kind of cat. Sean's Even, going for that. He's going that for that big elbow. elbow. Oh, there you go. Ah! Oh. Oh. Right see, back. he did something smart. Suck. You see someone diving at you, you move out of the fucking way. You don't understand there. Heels and babies alike. Oh, the straps are coming up. down. The straps are coming down. Fuck. Grab his leg, put him in the ankle lock. What are you waiting for? He's going to give him the slam first. He's got to take him around the world. He yeah. got him in a good position, too, for it. Oof. Oh, oh man, what a my counter. goodness. Short arm drag. Over, Over the, the top, road. clean, oh. bang. Over the top, clean. Good storytelling, by the way, because how'd this feud start? The rumble. Perfect time to do the switch in the match. Yeah. Wow. 
Wow, that that's a tough fall too. Whoa. Yeah, Kurt really went over. Kurt's not feeling anything. Yeah, that's probably not true. at this time. No. At this time, he's perk angle. He don't feel a fucking thing. Sean going up. Is he gonna get all of it? Oh, we got all of oh, it. Oh yeah, he did. He slipped too. He ate that fucking floor. Shawn Michaels could go out there with a piece of fabric softener, throw it in the air, and just have a match. Feel bump for it. Damn, he Bang. slipped too. Yeah, Whoa, but he, but he landed me first, so what does it matter? Yeah, it doesn't. And he he slipped. So what does it matter? Face. Fuck. His face is imprinted into the ground. Look at how many more. Just how much more staff was that? You know how I know I'm a mark. I just sat up. I just sat up to get excited. There he is, snot hanging out of his nose. It is. This, I always love when they would tease this. It I was never going to happen, but it's like, how could it happen? I got two Someone's thoughts gonna die. here. I got two thoughts here. Number one, incredible spot. It could happen. Because you see in your mind that he's going to German him through that thing. But then there's the weak people. And you know what the weak people are saying. What's that? He looks like he's fucking him in the ass. <laughs> well, I used to, there's a famous gif of them like speeding this up. Yeah, I got no like time for that. Stop with, the, stop with the silliness. Stop with the silliness. Don't be a fucking bigot. Stop it. It's a fucking fight. Ooh. Oh, there it is. Classic Sean. You want to be the heel? Watch this. And the crowd boos audibly at this moment. Audibly. At was this, this supposed to be a switch that never ended up being a switch? Or was this just like Sean will do anything to win a match? I think it's it's that. It's or elevate the game because it's mania. You know. You're in there with an Olympian. You do what you need to do to win. Yeah, and Angle did some Look at this. Look shit. at the beauty of this corkscrew. Look, look. Oh, my God. Have oh, you ever seen that's a... That's nice. Have you ever seen a more perfect... Yeah, Chris Jericho two weeks ago on fucking... And the table didn't even give, too. It's even worse. Yeah. It's even worse when it doesn't give. Look, he got through the hole. Look at this asshole. And <laughs> cameraman just mad happy. Made a... Made, probably made an extra 800 that night. I like <laughs> that fucking shot through the table. Genius. That is a nice corkscrew. Oh, look at it. Look at it again. Slow mo. And it looks like he almost slipped on the rope too. He almost didn't get all of it. And if he did, he would have ended up in the first row. Here we go again. Oh man. Oh, beautiful. Just yeah, he, he hit that. Yeah, that's all. You can see Adam Sandler in the background. <laughs> and ZZ Top too, the singer. Fuck ZZ Top. Who's announcing this match? Uh, Jerry and uh, and uh, Jerry Lawler and and Jim Ross. And who were they? Were they raw? Raw. Yeah. Intergender match? Well, no, they, big, I'm sorry. This is interpromotional. They might have done. That's what I'm saying. It's interpromotional. It is so. interpromotional, but it's Lawler. Oh, no. And, that's and when Jim they Ross. did it that they split the, they Because SmackDown did the Orton Taker match. I don't give a fuck what SmackDown did. It's the A team. It's the A team for the A match. Yes. That's what the fuck it is. That's what it is. Interpromotional, what are you. Well, that's how they did the matches, Stop. I'm saying. It's the, yeah, it's an interpromotional match, and the commentary team, they try to divvy it up evenly. Right. No, but he was saying, because they used to, later on in Manias, what they would do is they'd split it and say, all right, Jim Ross Taz and fucking Taz. Yeah. Right. Right. But at this time, they were still doing the switchback. Ooh, he's oh, yeah, too. he's leaking from the mouth. Look at that. But especially in a match like this, you want the A-team. Yes. And here comes your moment of zen. What the fuck is going on here? Bam. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Big chop. What, what did Brian Hebner just do? Hebner's just living the moment. Yeah, he really is. How long did Hebner last there? He, he left when the twins 
that that can. Wait, Dave Ebner was still. I'm sorry. Yeah, Dave Ebner was still working. He just wasn't a ref anymore. Yeah, he was a backstage agent. Oh, Big Kip up. Never missed one. No, did he? Did he ever? I don't think I never. Never seen on TV. You never know what happened in a live show. If he coming did, off I didn't Bender. see it. Yeah, if he did, I didn't see it. Oh. Atomic drop yeah, off the rope. Was the atomic line. drop supposed to hit you in the balls of the gooch? I always had this debate. I, yeah, I think it was just supposed to rattle you, rattle the upper body. He was looked like he was tuning it up, but he went away from it. Scoop slam. Now right. I'm gonna hit you now with that he's elbow. Bitch. He's got his yeah, he's got his closing spot. He's got his closing spot. Going up high. Oh, there's the boldness. Yeah, Yikes. Like a middle-aged man, big elbow. Oh and boy. now Tune he it tunes up. it up. He really does throw an elbow too. I mean, it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm not a sport fan. I don't know what the best baseball player of all time looks like. I don't know what the best football player of all time. Well, what position is he? Is he quarterback or running defense? I'm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know anything about it. But I know when you watch Sean wrestle, you're you're witnessing. If he's not the greatest, he's he's close. I mean, he's two on anybody's list. If he's three, I don't want to talk to you. Oh, and he caught him. Excellent. Excellent, excellent. Look at him sell that shit. He looks yeah, like he's getting... unbelievable. Sure because looks this like is real, you tap in 10 seconds. Yeah. You see this in UFC, they tap in a second. He's trying to get out of it. Kurt Angle reached a period of time when he was so good. That just this angle spot. Remember you saw the great behind the leg? Yes. Yes. When he like started doing that. It's over. Frank, even I. Even I. I was a fan for 20 years before I saw him start doing that. I started getting shot. I said, oh my God. Tap. Tap right now. You're done. It's over. If Angle went into business for himself here, it would have been over. <laughs> <laughs> if That's Angle true. went into business for himself in any match, he's a fucking Olympian. Like Lesnar. Sean would be able to run away from him for like 30 seconds before he caught him. He ain't getting away from him. He ain't getting away. He got the rope, though. He's going to be so angry. See, now I, I would lock it right back in. Yeah, you always wonder the psychology of it. If it was real, what would I do? He wants a slam. God damn, Sean's damn hair really slam. fell apart during this yeah. match. It's crazy. Oh, we got him oh, again. We got him again. Different ankle, though. That's. This is it, though. Going for the pin. Oh. Kicks out. It's mania, man. This is what mania is. Going for the kick. And big yeah. angle slam. Boom. Right on to the back. Cover man, him, Kurt. Cover him, Curry. He said it's done. Sean said, nah. That was a real good spot. Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, this is this is what it is. You got an Olympian. He's in there with the best. They haven't imagined the biggest stage. It is what it is. It, and they deliver. That's what's shocking, Frank, is that they deliver. Why is it shocking, though? Because a lot of times because, these because, matches don't deliver. Because the he's put he's putting here. <laughs> <laughs> and he took them off. He put oh, him shit. up. He's going up. He put him on just to take that him off. fucking Kurt Soul. Oh, Look at that. Look. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. He almost hit him. Yeah, right he, he fucking. Yeah, he went on his gut. Jesus Christ. He missed that by about four feet. 
Good thing Sean moved a lot more than he had to. But to answer your question, I don't know. Tyson versus Ali. What do you expect? What you expect is better than what you're going to get. It was never that case with Shawn Michaels. You always got better than you thought. And you expected greatness. When you expect greatness and you're still fucking blown away by it, yeah, that's, a man. Saying something that's a sure. man. That's a man. That's Look a man. The... I don't care what it is that you do in life. If you come into a classroom and you see a great fucking lesson and you expected it, that's greatness. You listen to a podcast, a great fucking podcast, and you expected a great podcast, that's greatness. Go through the Mania matches his second run. Everyone. Everyone. Look at this. Look at this. Off the top. Bang. Unbelievable. They didn't botch a fucking spot in this match. Look, there is no botching. There is no botching. At the close it's unacceptable. Two Sean almost botched. <sighs> there's one There's one flaw in this match. What's that? I'm going to show it to you. Don't worry. It'll come up. I'm going to let you know. Was it a five-star from Meltzer? That's the real question. I don't give a fuck what Meltzer is. <laughs> that fucking asshole. The fans are on their feet, too, the whole time, it looks like. Nick, they were cheering for both guys. I didn't know that existed. It, it, it rarely does. He's saying, your days are done, Michaels. Your days are done, Frank. He's saying, your days are done, you're weak. Bam! <laughs> <laughs> Hey, babe. And Sean turns his lights out. Jim Ross had a great call. He said, Angle talked too much. He talked too long. He got a foot in his mouth. That's a good line. <laughs> I wonder if Ross thinks about that stuff on the spot or he's, uh, he has he's just a, Nah, he's a master storyteller. He's a master storyteller. Look at that kick. Flush. Look at that. Tell me he didn't kick him in the face. Oh, he, no, he got him. He got him. <laughs> okay, babe, tell me he didn't kick him in the face. I'll call you a liar. I saw what I saw. He kicked him in the face. I'm shocked by this. Meltzer actually gave this 4.75 stars. How is this not a five-star match? What's because it happened in Japan? What a fucking... No, if it happened in Japan, it'd be a six-star match. Fuck you, you asshole. How the fuck is this match on five stars? He's weak. What could you possibly find wrong with it? That's my... my well, I'm no, trying to... Make, Frank. You know, Frank. You're right. I'm trying to make sense right. of the week. It's impossible. All, right. With all due respect. I love you, but... He's weak. This You can't figure it out. got the arm over Sands Booker T. That's, oh, the, that's, a late that's count. the botch. God that's damn. That's the botch. Yeah. Kurt did that Fuck. all the time. Kurt did that all the time. What, he fucked up? Late, late He'd up? kick out a 3.1. That's what he did all the fucking time. I'm not sure he got his shoulder up. I, don't I think, think he did. I think Sean says he won this thing. Wow. Yeah, that was close. They're not even going to show the replay. They well, how could they? I don't yeah. know if they show. They might show a replay, but it's close. It's close. It's close. But that makes it a great match, too. That's the whole thing. Can you think of a great baseball game that didn't have an iffy call? That's true. That, that yeah. adds to the drama, right? Was it uh, Was it a fucking foul? Was it this? You know, that's that's part of the drama. Yeah, that's, that's a good take on it. Sean's oh, got him. I was going to say, he's possibly a little too close. Tap out, Sean. Tap out. He's screaming, tap out. Now. That ankle lock hurts, though. I don't care if he's not putting it on your I don't care what you do. I don't, yeah, I don't. Why do you think they gave Kurt Angle the ankle lock? 
because he's an Olympic gold medalist. But why an ankle lock? Do they do that in in in? in no, actually, they don't do submissions at all in wrestling. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Wrestling's all mat based. I think because it was supposed to be the angle lock. You think? I think it was supposed to be the angle lock, and then just people never kept stuck? saying the angle. And the ankle lock. lock because we're adults. We don't want to Right. I think bullshit. at first it was the angle lock, angle slam. The angle slam. The angle lock. It used to be the angle. Is it the, is it the angle it, slam or the Olympic Still slam? Can't walk. That is it. It man. used to be the Olympic slam, then it became the angle slam. Okay. I mean, it was he's the angle great minded. He's got the pressure on the knee. He's got the pressure on the ankle. If I'm in that, I tap in ten seconds. Oh, no when question. did he start? Fake, fake or real? Was this I when he was this when he started grapevining it? He just kind of started it. I yeah, think it it's right there. around here because yeah. I remember him doing it to like fucking Taker next year. I can remember my grandfather saying to me, "Oh come on, tap out." And I said, "Nah, don't do it, Sean." He's <laughs> holding in a long time. Oh, it's God the drama. Damn. It's the drama, but it works. Get out of it, Sean. Look, he teases it. He's going to do it, he's going to do it, he's going to do it. No, no. Do what McFoley did, mandible claw yourself. <laughs> Knock yourself out. <laughs> the shamrock. That's right. Wow, look at Sean, his leg. Shaking. Yeah, he's, come on. Come on. Sean. Like you get Picasso. Oh, oh, he tapped. Fuck. Wow. Yeah, that's a match. That's a match. He went down like a man. You see what happened? He lost like a man. Wow, Sean. You get that. more respect for Sean in that yeah. than if you hit him with a title belt and pinned him. Yeah. Right? You leave here thinking he's more of a man. Because he lost like a man. He got pinned. Not him thinking he got pinned. He see he tapped. Look at Kurt. Look at him. He don't look like a winner. <laughs> now they both look strong after this one. It was a match. Yeah, it was that It was, was really, a match. Oh, the real good one. It was a match. So people don't they don't they don't watch it anymore. No, they really you really don't have that stuff anymore. You don't you have know. it. You don't have it. You have it That's once a, a year. Mania you get a couple of you get a couple of matches. Yeah. No, I'm gonna have to agree with you that. Then he gets out the ring, he leaves the ring for Sean, because he's already got what he wanted. He already got the win. It don't matter. You really don't have matches that are this well put together. Well, do you have a guy like Kurt Angle and a guy like Shawn Michaels that you could send to the ring together? You have one of them. You have one. Yeah, you have half, AJ Styles. You have half of the equation. AJ and who? It's AJ hard. Roman. That'd be exciting. It's it been happened. done before already, yeah, but now, right. now, see this again. It's a different character now. Maybe it gets more interesting. And you got two guys here that I don't know how you feel about this, but I'll say it. I they don't play characters. No, that's who they are. That's just who they are. Shoot. It was Kurt Angle versus Sean. It's a shoot. Now you give me Roman versus AJ, who's the heel, who's the baby. In this match, I don't know who the fuck was who. Who's the baby, who's the heel? Doesn't Does it matter. even matter? Nothing, no. Nothing matters because you because they, they are who they are. They're but people. then again, they still had their identities, though, because Sean was overall the baby face and Kurt was the heel, which made sense for even their shoot characters, you know? Right. The, but, the Sean, story line, yeah, but Sean, who low blowed who? That's true. The storyline, too, is Angle was pissed off that uh, the sexy oh boy got all the... Oh, my God. Things. Look at his fucking old folks home. The fabulous move. I actually had that Chain Gang Cena jersey, but that's different. Good. And now we've turned off the TV, ladies and gentlemen. We've started the, the mania madness. 
The Mania Madness. And we'll try to come back to you next Wednesday with the same thing again. Another one of our Mania matches that we really enjoyed. I've given you my favorite. I'm out of bullets now. <laughs> you shot him too early. I shot him early. Uh, please follow us at Ring Crew Radio, at High Flyer RCR, at Nikki K. Fabe RCR, and at PJ Stack RCR. Send us any topics and questions you'd like us to talk about. This is all we have for this week for Ring Crew Radio. Signing off. Thank you.